Boys, never beat us all. when I still don't remember the verse now, even though Joe just sang it to us. If the mountain doesn't kill him, then age is gonna do him in. Take it away. The only way they know how. If the mountain doesn't kill him, age <laughs> is gonna get him. So he's gonna get him. Never the law will never get him with that mountain now. We'll just be as annoying as possible all of us at once. Why do why do all car alarms have that that same exact? Why haven't they? Why do they still do that? I don't that? think they do now. I think. Oh, they, I heard it today. Uh, That's why I'm. Right, another one. Yeah, in the parking lot. It's like. Siren. Broadcasting. The Joe Rogan Experience podcast is brought to you by the Fleshlight. What is the Fleshlight? Fleshlight is a a vagina made out of rubber that's in a thing that looks like a flashlight. And John Heffron, the brilliant comedian John Heffron, had a very funny point. And he said, they really should make a flashlight that's a flashlight. Because you never know where your flashlight is, but you always know where your flashlight is. <laughs> right? You laughed. You can't help but laugh. Because it's funny. Hi. If you uh, go to JoeRogan.net and click on the link for the <laughs> flashlight and enter in the code name Rogan, you will get 15% off the number one sex toy for men. Shazam, bitches. Duncan Trussell's in the house. Hello. We ready to get our the freak Rogan on. Experience. Hi, Duncan. Hi. We got everything going on here, folks. We took Alpha Brain Pills. Alpha Brain by Onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com. We've been selling these here on the podcast, nice. telling people about them. They sold out completely quickly. And, you know, there's always going to be some people that don't, don't like certain things. But the response, the positive response from these things has been fucking tremendous. And uh, even Tim Ferriss loved it. And he thought the, you know, he read the ingredients. He said they were great. He said it's a, a perfect combination, which is really nice to hear because he was a fucking brilliant, man. What an interesting guy. I've been reading his book, The 4-Hour uh, Work. Well, The 4-Hour Body is the one I've been reading. It's so fucking informative. There's so much in there, man, about so many different things. His own personal, detailed examinations and experience he's done with his own body, like gaining 30 pounds like in, over a course of like six weeks and did all this bodybuilding stuff and all these different things where he combined foods and nutrients in different times of the day. And he detailed everything. And it's fucking really interesting. And one of the things that he detailed is that his balls were getting cooked by him his cell phone and it was killing his sperm count like he's totally healthy he just gained all this muscle right he's lifting weights doing all this yeah. kettlebells and shit F figures he's healthy as a horse G gets his t his so his sperm checked just for whatever i mean i know it's going to come back awesome you know it's one of those right. things my loads are going to be awesome they're going to be glowing well he, he goes and he's, his sperm is like down significantly so the only thing he does to change it is he adds some, I believe, uh, Brazil nuts to his diet. Because Brazil nuts contain certain mineral, minerals or something like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be good for your sperm count. And took his cell phone out of his pocket. Did No longer had a cell phone on him. Apparently there's studies online that show a significant 
correlation between having your cell phone in your pocket and low sperm count. Can I ask you why it was important to him to have a good sperm count? Well, he wanted to know what, what was going on with his body. Because his whole, his whole thing is about him experimenting with his body and trying different things that people have tried to get optimum performance out of your body. Is sperm count the number of sperm? That are live and healthy. Living It's in not there. the loads. The size it- of the loads could be the same. But inside those loads is just How a, many a, worms? A, a dead fucking is it heat ghost or- ship. Is it heat? Filled- or- <laughs> 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 it arrives like, you know, here comes my boys. The fucking boat hits the beach at Normandy and every living soldiers just dead they're just slumped over that's and, terrifying yeah. so you're so so my loads could be filled with dead weren't dead in fact, snakes a good friend of mine had a really hard time getting his girlfriend pregnant his wife pregnant and um they went to a doctor and he's not even 40 and he found out that he had a really low sperm count and he's kind of freaked out about it you know, he's like, well, what the fuck? And he's thinking about all these different things. But one of those things could easily be your cell phone. Just, your cell phone is crying. cooking your balls. Your laptop does that, too. Uh, well, yeah, well, that's heat, though. That's yeah, is, is this what you're talking about, heat or radiation? No, it's the signal. It's the megahertz. It's the spectrum, the radio spectrum but that is a cell phone. But we all get it during her- that's right a now? good question. I, apparently, having the receiver right next to your balls uh, is like really uh, bad for your balls. Your I, balls are just battling this radiation. Now, this for, I just want to say, for, I've done no research other than read what he said. So I haven't re- researched this online. Yeah, it's like debunk the, it. It's like the it brain cancer. Go, it, it switches left and right every time. You know, every time they say, "Oh no, cell phones give you uh, brain cancer," but that they they, well, they say it's true one day and then it's true not the other. I don't day. think. First of all, I don't think it has to give you brain damage to be fucking you up. It could be fucking you up in in subtle ways. It's very possible. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to give you tumors. But if it's the potential for giving you tumors is there, what does that mean? That it either kills you or it does nothing to you? So either it turns your fucking head into a grapefruit, yeah. you know, and, and pineapples start growing off the side of your head, uh. your brain, or it does nothing. That's ridiculous to me. To me, that, that seems like we're being silly. That's a silly way of looking at health, that like you, you, it has no effect on you other than maybe kills your brain. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just you know? tweeted this thing in, in Virginia. There's a part of Virginia that is a cell phone free zone because there's some kind of radio telescopes out there and they don't want it. They want to have the purest signal and they don't want any disruption. So there's a name for these zones. And there are these people who've been moving to this town. I can't remember the name of it. Green something West Virginia. It's on my, it's my last tweet, but they've been moving to this town uh, because they think that they're sensitive to cell phone frequencies and they break out in rashes. And this article, the, it said that like the UN has acknowledged that this does exist, this health problem does exist, but they, there's no proof that it's from cell phones. But there are people who get really sick when they're in cell phone areas. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of them are kooks, you know, but, uh, so, you know, who knows? Well, that's a good guess because a lot of everybody, with when, whenever outrageous claims come up, you got to think a certain percentage of them are kooks. But I don't think we've completely assess the effects of all these wireless yeah, signals. Think of that shit, man. Think about the fucking megabytes of information pouring through the air at any right. second. It's it's like if all like the the information that can create 
the beautiful world of Warcraft is like flying around me at every second. That can't be good for you. That's so much information just blasting out of your modem at all times. How is that not going to affect you in some way? Yeah, even if you can't process the information rationally, is your brain still tuning into it? Like all these wireless signals that are in our... I mean, we never think about that because it really hasn't... Wireless, like real full wireless like we have now with like internet and you know and, and radio signals where your cordless phones are on a certain frequency and then of course cell phones yeah this is really kind of recent right like how many years has it been slowly oh, since the 80s right yeah but even That's in the started why i don't know when ro- wireless routers started i mean like in the much 80- more recently right? yeah yeah so yeah there were cell phones but i bet the information that was coming through was Less. It had to have been because yeah. fewer people had cell phones. I remember the first first time I got a computer that was uh, wireless. I was like, this is the craziest fucking yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm nowhere near a wire and I'm online. Right. And that's when you really start to think how crazy the fucking internet is. That this thing that I can't see can fly through the air at like ridiculous speeds yeah. and sits on my laptop and I get all the answers to anything. It's basically, this is a magic box that lets me have every answer to everything that's ever been asked that human pings have answered. But what what's coming through the air? Isn't it just a... Is it is it like a sound that's telling your computer? It's a signal. Like, it's a signal that's yeah. like ones and zeros, basically. So it's a certain frequency. It's like, yeah. that di- it's like the old dial tone sound that used to dial in using a 56K yeah. modem, but quiet. I, th- I believe that wireless <laughs> in- internet was invented by Nikola Tesla, too. I believe the concept of it came from his work. Is that true? You did that drunk Tesla thing, yeah. drunken moment. And if you haven't seen this, folks, it is one. I retweeted it just the other day. I saw it's it. One of, my funny, one of my favorite videos that I think is one of the funniest videos ever. Because it's, first of all, it's so informative. It's really interesting. A lot of people don't even know who Nikola Tesla is. He was this amazing genius. And one of my personal best examples of that I have a lot of, I have a lot of theories about brilliant people. And a lot of the brilliant people that I've met have been crazy. You know, yeah. there's, there's something there. They might not be 100% crazy. You know, maybe it's only 10% crazy. Maybe yeah. they're hanging on with 20 or 30% crazy. But to, I, I almost believe to be super, super brilliant at something like Tesla was, like at that level, so far beyond everybody else, that almost like you have to be you get quirks. tuned out. You, um, can't, you can't be balanced. There's no way. Well, remember when you were a kid and you would play make-believe with your friends yeah. and whatever that was that you did, like, I don't know, Cowboys and Indians. I play or, with my daughter all the time. So when you, so now imagine this: imagine that y- you had to play that game for the rest of your life, even though you knew you were playing with kids and you knew it was just this big kids game. Maybe when people get super, super, super smart, they recognize that they're sort of trapped in this dimension where everybody's deeply engrossed in what amounts to a baby's game that they all think is very important. They all think it's really serious, but you recognize, oh no, this isn't even a, a, a 1% of what exists in the world. This isn't even 1%. These, these idiots are playing the game of like presidents and country and army and police officer, a married person, but it's just a game. Maybe when you get really, really smart, you see that. And all of a sudden you don't not, if, if you're not really smart or if you're just one of us, you just normally play the game. You don't even think about it. You wake up, go to work, you just play the game. But imagine if you knew this was a make-believe game. So every day you woke up and you're like, well, got to go play with a, play this absurd, silly game. And you just knew it. Then you'd start doing weird shit. 
Because it'd be hard for you to just uh, instinctually do all the different things that everyone does. You'd start doing weird shit. And people would be like, why? Is he? He's kind of off, isn't he? He's a little off. He doesn't shake hands. I wonder why he doesn't shake hands. What's <laughs> <laughs> shaking hands? This is stupid fuck. I don't want to slap tentacles. I'm sorry. I don't feel like rubbing tentacles with you today. You don't want to touch people. You don't want to offer up your sword I, hand. I feel disrespected. You know, that's even. what it was. You would offer up your sword hand. That's right. So you couldn't you couldn't kill each other at that moment. I'm not going to stab you. That's not why in England they still drive on the left hand side. You know, we drive on the right hand side. They drive on the left because that was how you rode a horse and had your sword in your right hand. So if some douchebags come in the other direction, you want to get them on your right side so you can sort his ass. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they still, that's why they drive on that side of the street. I mean, it makes sense because, look, realistically, it was just a couple hundred years ago and people were riding horses everywhere. Times were tough. That's how it worked. That's not that long ago, man. I know. I mean, that's, it's amazing when you stop and think about that. And Nikola Tesla is really one of the reasons why we're so fucking advanced. Like, yep. If you look back at the inventions that this guy was responsible for and all the patents that this guy was responsible for, it's a, a brilliant thing, and I don't remember at feet hearing a fucking peep about him in high school. I, I, somebody told me about him uh, when I was in college, and some, some, it wasn't even in a class. Some dude was uh, reading something about the guy, and he looked interesting on the cover. And I think that's how I learned about Nikola Tesla. But, I mean, uh, I, obviously I didn't take any science. Yeah, I'm sure. That out. But I, 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 you never hear about. You hear about Thomas Edison. You hear about Benjamin yeah. Franklin. The people that invented him. Oh, he invented electricity. He went yeah. a kite with a fucking key. That's right. No, Nikola Tesla was talking to aliens, bitch. Yeah. All right, that guy was inventing everything and wound up dying like completely crazy. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm quoting the drunk history, but he, he is essentially was in love with a, a white pigeon. And he was wandering around New York and, you know, New York, New York was lit up with his technology um, and he was just broke. And it was all there because it came out of his mind. You know, what? I'll give you a weird little trivia. Fact. Who stole money from him? Was it Edison? Uh, I, well, no, it was. How did he die broke? He died broke because he had some bad luck. Uh, his um, one of his main laboratories burnt down. He had. Basically figured out in his mind a way to generate, I, I guess you'd consider it wireless electricity. Like he had this idea that you could, that rather than having to have like a an engine uh, generating the electricity, that the, the, I don't know, reality itself or every, you know, bit of reality had compressed within it enough energy to supply anything. There's like energy all around us. That was his idea. We're just surrounded by energy and there's a way to tap into it. And so he was a way to broadcast electricity like a radio. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess you could, if assuming that you didn't have to have like, you know, a hydroelectric dam or oil or whatever to, to uh, create energy, assuming that in every inch of the universe, there was infinite energy, then you would just, every house would become a power plant. It wouldn't all be based on wherever the main energy is coming from, the nuclear power plant or whatever. It would be some sort of device that you could put in your house that could channel the the energy. You know, like so channel. But what what are they calling that energy? Like, what is it? Just something we haven't figured out and discovered yet. That's right. What you're saying? Something we haven't figured out. And so it, instead of this, the crude method of pulling oil out of the ground and lighting yeah. it on fire, that there's another step. Well, yeah. Or you know, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, look at fucking uh, solar panels. Right. I mean, there's an it's there's yeah. a, there's enough energy from the sun that to keep every 
organic form. They to make that the law. Why don't they just make that roofs? You know, in California, you have to have solar uh, panels on your well, roof. It's, it's oh, the, the, well, fuck laws, man. You don't need to make more laws. The last thing we need is more people telling people what they have to spend their fucking money on. But it's also expensive to make them, and, and, and the uh, amount of time it takes you for to recoup the amount it costs to install them and make them. Right. Right it now, it's not time. financially a good deal. But they, they give yeah. you, don't they give you tag backs or whatever they're called? Uh, I don't know. They give you money back. I would think about doing it just to get off the grid. That's when I lived in Colorado, I wanted to do that. Tom, um, was Giasonis? Gia, yeah. Fuck, I can't forget his name. A friend of mine. Anyway, he uh, he had uh, a windmill set up at his house. That's cool. Yeah. Those are awesome, man. I love passing those fields of yeah. windmills. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, he um, he had a windmill set up at his house, and he uh, he was given money back. Like, uh, they would give him money, rather. They were giving energy back to the grid. Which is crazy. He was making up his That's own energy. Cool. You know, man, the thing, the thing I've been thinking lately is that uh, it's, we live in such a funny time because I guess people just don't, like, if you start saying things like, no, you know what, I have the feeling that there's actually another energy source out there that we haven't even stumbled upon yet that has, like, all a million times more energy than you could ever need. If you say that now, people really will, you seem kind of like a fruit or a flake or an idiot, or they're like, you're, well, base it in science. You don't know what that is, or you don't know what you're talking about. But there was a time when if you were just talking about electricity, you would have seen like an absolute lunatic. Like if you went around in the, I don't know, 1200s and started telling people, listen, there's this fucking energy called electricity that's more powerful than fire. You can use it to you can you, you can run it through wires and if you touch it you'll get electrocuted. They'd be like, "Get this fucking witch on the stake." <laughs> what are you talking about, warlock? We are going to harness lightning. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, Frankenstein? What are you talking about? But so in the same way, man, I think that there's probably I've been thinking about such a. I have this weird idea. Do you remember when Frankenstein, when he made that fucking chick, when, when where he made uh, when they made Frankenstein, and they actually had to get lightning to yes. make him alive. They had to get. He had to hit the tower with lightning. Wait, you mean they re- they really did that? Are you one of them. One of the movies. I'm sorry. Oh, the movie Back to the Future. One of the Frankenstein movies. <laughs> Remember when they did that? No, I know oh, Frankenstein was fucking. Too? I know that like Wired. Frankenstein, whatever, like had to have like a. A hit of lightning to bring the person to life. That's right. I'm sorry I interrupted you. So go back to what you're saying. Well, what I was thinking is it's like, okay, so like what if like you look at like, you know, this is something I so wish that you can do and you'll never be able to do it, but it would be so amazing to look at from the beginning of time to right now and like a 20 second fast forward to see what that blur of happening look like or the, you know, the, the evolution. It'd be so fun to be able to see in a real way, what evolution looked like from, you know, an, the evolution of a fucking, I don't know, the evolution of a chicken into a, or a dinosaur into a chicken. It'd be amazing to watch that thing happen really fast. It'd be really cool. But so like, okay, see, so this is going to sound crazy and I'm sorry if it seems rambly and weird because I haven't quite figured out how to articulate this idea. But like, if you have, <clears throat> okay, you have fire, fire leaves uh, trace, you know, where there's, where there's been a fire, there's soot, there's ashes, black soot, whatever, from the carbons being released in the fire, right? The carbon, rather. So in the same way, I was thinking, what if there's another form of energy that's raging through time, and this form of energy, instead of leaving ashes, leaves evolved things? It's like the, the byproduct of the energy is that it causes things to evolve and advance and grow and become more uh, sophisticated. You know, and like maybe that 
energy that there's a literally an, an energy associated with evolution. There's an energy that you can tap into. And so when you see like, which is why, it, you know, computers are so amazing is because they can really tap into that energy right away in the form of like open source software and stuff like that. And you see things that go open source or things that allow the most people to have the most input. So the most intelligent people having the input create the advance and whatever the thing is, you know, the classic example of it, a, a silly example of it is like Reddit where someone will write something and then the top comment inevitably will be so fucking funny because hundreds and hundreds of people have like voted it up to the top. So it creates this evolved way of getting information to float up to the surface. So in the same way, it's like, that's brilliant. It's fucking, it's yeah. So like, it's like get, it's brilliant. It's awesome. It's the way our government should work. If someone YouTube could, comments do that too, don't yeah, they? The yeah. most favorited. Yeah. Goes up to the top. So like that's a form of like tuning into this energy, this like evolutionary force as it's manifesting, you know, in the form of the most uh the the comment that is mo- the strongest comment or the comment that works best in that particular zeitgeist or paradigm goes to the top. That comment is the fucking animal that survives. That comment's the animal that in its environment does the best and it's getting there through, um, you know, people voting. But what I'm saying is technology is like harnessed the evolutionary uh, flow in that situation. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe evolution itself is an energy. What if you could fucking harness that shit? Remember in Star Trek, what was it called? The Genesis Beam or whatever? They blast the planet with a thing that makes the life grow out of it all of a sudden. Wow, I don't remember that at all. Which Was that the Spo- new Star Trek? Reverse yeah. spoiler alert. No, new it's a, Star Trek no, or it's old, an old, old one. Like I think old it was, Captain Kirk? No, I think it's The Wrath of Khan. Oh, The Wrath of Khan. Don't you remember The Wrath of Khan? Ricardo Montalban. Fuck yeah, with the ear ear mites. I was like, how the fuck are you going to have the dude from Fantasy Island be the bad guy in a fucking Star Trek movie? I think he did great. Get out of here, bitch. Yeah, he was great. Oh, he was great. I mean, he's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. But when at the time, I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of in my life. And they're like, no, Ricardo Montalban is a very respected actor. Yeah, he was, too. Handsome bastard, man. That handsome son of a bitch. Imagine what kind of pussy he got off of Fantasy Island. Your fantasies can come true. (laughs) Did he die? I think he just died. I I bet he overdosed from pussy. I bet (laughs) the, the line of chicks that wanted to fuck him in the 70s is probably still outside of his house. They're just getting to him right now. Because I have no time for all you girls. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Here, he had his own midget. Friend. He was the first guy on TV to have his own midget. Yeah, and, and you did. know, have you ever seen the pilot? No. It's kind of creepy, man. It's like diabolic. Like that character, Rourke, that was yeah. his name, right? Rourke was, uh, in the pilot, it was almost like he was Satan or something. Like he was like some dark being. Really? Yeah, because, you know, in, in history, uh, in occult history... Witches always have imps or familiars. That's a common way to know that you're around. Like that's why you know, like David Lynch in Twin Peaks, that spooky little fucking backwards talking midget. You know the yeah. guy. The yeah. table is for my god. Right. Um, so like that's an occult symbol. Like like witches would always have around them in lore. They would always have like a cat. You know, uh, some kind of creature, and sometimes they'd have a little imp or, or a creature with them. So Montalban Rourke's tattoo was his name. It seemed like in the pilot they were thinking, let's wow. make this like he let's make him a Faustian character where he's like where he's not, you know, he's maybe not giving people exactly what they want. Because remember, some people would want something and it'd fuck them up. Didn't they redo Fantasy Island for a little while? I don't know. Did they? Didn't they? Or was it the love boat? No, it was Fantasy Island. That's Jerry Red Wilson. Yeah, that's how he died. 
there's this comic named Jerry Red Wilson, and he was supposed to go and film Fantasy Island, and he apparently he had meningitis, and he didn't know. He just had a headache. He, had, like, uh. he knew something was wrong, and he went to the doctor, and I guess the line was ridiculous, and he wound up just couldn't take it anymore, and he left the doctor, and he wound up dying. Oh, shit. Yeah. Get yourself checked out, people. It's, it's not, not, a, not a bad thing to do. Smart. But um, the point is, I'm pretty sure he was going to do Fantasy Island. That was a fucking great show great back in the show. day, dude. What a great idea. So people have fantasies. They fly in. They get welcomed by this magic man. Yeah. And this magical island is going to make your dreams come true and teach you a little lesson, yeah. bitch. They always taught you a nice little lesson and tucked you in quiet and then let you, you leave the island and you kind of get it now. Wait, did everyone get? <laughs> did everyone who came in on that plane leave on the plane? Didn't some people not make they it out? They all die. Did die. I, I, I think some I've seen die? it once. I I, I I don't know anything about that. You show. can't have people die on your island, man. Fucking, you see what happens with Aruba? They, you know, <laughs> there's always some fucking 19 year old chick from Arizona or something like that. Yeah. It's just on a vacation, and you know, Aruba's like where they turn up missing. What's right. That's right. The boat. Scary. What's the one with the boat? Not boat. Gilligan's Island, but the other one with the boat. Love Boat. The Love Boat. I always boat. got Love Boat in that show mixed up. Oh, did people die in the Love Boat? No fucking way. No did they way. cross no those way. shows ever? Like, I don't know. I probably. It seems no. like they did. They, sh- they should. <laughs> they should Like have. Love Boat shipwrecks on Fantasy Island. Right, something like that. Didn't like Gopher from the Love Boat become a politician? He did, I believe. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I need to research that, but I, I, uh, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he became like a senator or something. Politicians are... They are this. I cannot wait till the day, and this day will never come, but the day when we have zoos where politicians are placed in zoos like antiquated things, like kids can come and look at them. Like, behold. Yeah, Fred Grandy, that's his name. He's a politician, he's a congressman. He used to be gopher. Weirdos, man. I wonder what kind of crazy shit they did back in those days. Because back then, when they did shit, they could totally get away with everything. You know, they just were complete freaks. Like, remember uh, that movie about uh, the guy from Hogan's Heroes? What the fuck's his name? The 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 main dude who wound up killing himself. And um, you don't know the movie I'm talking about? Nope. It's a great movie. Um, here, let me look it up real quick because it's it's really important. It was the the guy from Talk Soup. John Henson. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the first John guy. Henson. The gray patch. The, Jay the Leonard first sideways. Guys. Uh, no, you're talking uh, the dude from Love Letter movies. Love Letter movies. What is his name? Kissy Face movies. Fuck. Autofocus. That's the movie. Great Kinnear. Hey, great Kinnear. You got it. Yeah. Bam. It's a great fucking movie. Um, they only got a six point six on the IMDb. How dare you, dude? Look at Nick Swartz's like new movie. It's an excellent movie. I know. I that's didn't so bring crazy. That up. This, well, go- but this movie, Autofocus, if you haven't seen it, you must. You must see it. It's about this guy, whatever the fuck his name was, Bob Crane. He uh, was a sex fiend, like a complete oh, yeah, I've seen it. off-the-chart sex fiend. And he started out on the show A Married Guy, and uh, somehow or another, he got so many girls from being on Hogan's Heroes that he just completely became out of control. Didn't take care of his career, didn't take care of his family, just was just banging chicks and filming it all. And like they're stacked and he eventually wound up getting murdered and it was a very sordid thing because they believed that the guy who played uh, the Willem Dafoe character was the one who killed him and they even, I think they had that in the movie as well. But either way, it's a great fucking Why'd he movie. kill him? They fucking hated each other. They're boning together and shit. They probably got jealous that, that uh, Bob Crane was getting all the punana. Mm. You know? He, he used to uh, sit in front of a television at a bar when he knew that the show would be on. 
so that they could see him. The show was like long since canceled. It would be on in reruns, and he would be doing like local theater, like at these towns, and he yeah. would just bang all the local broads. And film wow. them all. <laughs> they were freaks wow. back then. They didn't have any Twitter. They didn't have any TMZ. Yeah. You could just go off. You didn't have to worry about it. If something was on a VHS tape, I mean, who's going to see it? It wasn't even VHS. It was like 18 millimeter yeah. or 8 millimeter or whatever, 16 millimeter, whatever the hell it is. You know, those little reels. You had to play it on a projection thing. And he was like one of the first dudes to be on, on top of that shit, that technology of filming things. <laughs> hey, did you see those naked pictures of that girl that that were released? That actress chick? No. What uh, actress chick? I she has to be in a new movie soon because it, there's no way that that that's just happens to be released. You know, that's the big talk on the internet. Today. Let me see. What's her name? Uh, I don't know who that is, man. What's her face? I have no idea. Uh, no, who she's cares? like super famous. Yeah, that girl's super famous. Yeah, she's uh me. Yo, I picked up the cover of uh, one of those Us Weekly things, whatever it is. One of those Inside something or another. And I didn't know who any of the people on it were. I literally knew who none of the celebrities were. I don't know were. any celebrities Scarlett anymore. Scarlett Johansson. And I, th- I was like, I think I've won. I think I won. Yeah, it's good I to not know free. celebrity names. I, like In this, this one battle with gossip, I got free. Because I had no attachment to any of them. And it, it occurred to me when I looked at the magazine, and I didn't have any attachment. I'd be like, God damn it, if there was a fucking some Jennifer Aniston broken heart because Gerard Butler... <laughs> You know, fucking did her wrong. I'd be like, oh, wow, what'd that guy do? <laughs> I'd have to go and read it. I would have to go read it. I'm invested in that storyline. Right. But there's like, there was some guy on from The Bachelorette and some girl on from fucking Orange County Wimes or something like that. I didn't know who anybody was. I was like, this is great. And they had a couple like little teeny boppers, you know, and, you know, Joey breaks up with Demi, wants her back. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck they are either. And it occurred to me while I didn't have any idea who any of these people were, how freeing that was. Right. Because you, it is like a little goddamn drug. If there's some fucking crazy story about someone who, you know their storyline like yeah. Tiger Woods you know Tiger Woods you know uh, a man resurfaces you know Tiger Woods apparently was bisexual and that, that and that was on the cover of Us Weekly that would be like a goddamn tractor beam right you wouldn't be able to avoid it if I sent you a link and it was photos of Tiger Woods kissing a man you are so goddamn connected to that storyline you would you would it would be impossible to get you to not click that link well if you had if you had the photograph you'd be a millionaire if you had that millions. photograph and and you put that online I guarantee you it would be like a hundred percent click through like if you send people it and they know they have this link and they click this link and they see Tiger Woods kicking the dude, click. It'd be like a hundred percent. Like no one's gonna go. Who cares? No one's gonna yeah. say that. They're gonna see people are invested in that storyline because right. it's such a charged one, such a big scandal. Very unattractive guy, beautiful wife, guy, super super fucking successful, like ridiculously rich, the greatest golfer perhaps yeah. ever, and just fucks everyone. Yeah. Just fucks everyone. So it's so highly charged that if something else happened to it, it's like, well, I'm already invested in this Tiger Woods story. I can't believe he's kissing guys. You know, you would, I would be drawn to yeah. it. But all these people, like one of them was, you know, I don't know any of them. I don't know any of these people. One was like on America's Got Talent or something. I don't know who the fuck any of them were. I was like, this is awesome. I could walk away. I don't have to read it. I don't have to. Open well, it's it up. fucking. Gra- it's gravity, man. It's like that shit's got gravity. It's got attention gravity. Like some stuff in the world. Act does the same thing 
to your attention that the planet does to like satellites. It'll grab your attention and suddenly you're circling this weird, like uh, temporary vortex in the subjective reality of the planet with your attention. And it's so stupid. I mean, there's so many things that have that example. Football, fucking uh, any sports is the exact same attention gravity. Yeah. Video games, attention gravity. Girls, attention, gravity, it's all like different like gravitational fields that will, depending on what person you're like, you're going to get your attention sucked into this certain thing. And once it gets sucked in deep enough, you're not thinking about anything else. You yeah, know that that thing when yeah. everything shuts down except for whatever the silly thing is. That like when you're locked into a video game. Yes, that's it. You will negate yourself if you get sucked deep enough into a video game. Complete introversion. Do you think that it's like a hijacking of our natural ward system by this new creation? By Absolutely. It is what it is, right? Totally. It's because, you know, I've always said that we're sort of set up to imitate successful behavior, right? But I don't think we can differentiate 100%. You know how we can't differentiate between a placebo? SIBO and, um, and an actual drug in certain situations, even if the person knows that something is a placebo, they show marked effects. You know, if they're concentrating on this actually having some sort of an effect, it, it, it shows sort of some sort of effects. Oh, yeah, totally. I read that placebo. I know it's I don't understand that, but I, I get it. Placebo effects. Amazing. That's why people have different rituals they do. What was my point? I had a point. Couldn't you get the same effect, though, from you? Well, well, hold on. What what were we just talking about? We're talking about attention vampires. We're talking about the forces of nature that grab your attention. And you were saying, is that based on the reward system? Is that like, is it hijacking the reward system that nature... Right. Okay. That's what I meant. Like, what I I meant by that is that we've created something with, like, like big events, anything that you see in your life that's memorable, they're, they're very shocking and engaging. Because you need to learn from this situation. If you come over a hill and you stumble upon a bunch of barbarians slaughtering a village with axes, this is supposed to shock the fucking shit out of you. You're supposed to be aware that this is all possible. This is like, oh my God, you could be dying right now. You need to learn from this. But when we recreate that in some sort of a crazy, imaginary, flat one-dimensional yeah. or two-dimensional image with sound that comes from all around yeah. you. I don't know if your brain 100% can differentiate that from reality any more than a placebo has an effect on a person. You, I, won- I wonder. You know because- what it is, dude? It's, sorry to cut you off. It's okay. You, when you take your cat and you have one of those, like, I don't know, any cat toy, watch what it does to your cat's attention. Your cat goes from, like, if your cat gets into it enough, it stops being a toy, and now the cat obviously thinks it's attacking a bird. It's into it. It's in nature again, and it's stalking its prey, and its attention is totally sucked into that cat toy. That's what video games are for the human nervous system. They're like they're like human cat toys. You're playing this fucking cat toy. Your attention's sucked into it. And, like... You know, people, when they, portray, when they portray aliens coming down, they're going to use laser guns to subdue us. Fuck that. They're just going to, like, some super advanced being would just analyze our nervous system and just, like, hypnotize us. That's what it would do. Well, we're assuming that life is going to be hard. We're assuming that life isn't going to be, like, a fucking Wi-Fi frequency. Right. You know? Just because we are physical and we are hard and we touch things and move them and manipulate matter 
doesn't mean all life has to do that. We we know that bacteria doesn't do that. We can't even fucking see it. We don't. We need some crazy lens that magnifies our normal reality down to the point where it's supposed to be completely right. invisible to us. Yeah. Like we're not supposed to be able to see it. Right. Right. But yeah, we can find it, and we can find that there's some life there. There's something there. Intelligent life might be ideas. Intelligent sure. life might be creativity. What creativity might be is when you just relax the fuck enough to listen to this intelligent life that's all around you, that's yeah. trying to get you to move your monkey body in a certain way where you're going to manipulate matter to the point where you punch a fucking hole through space and time yeah. and the idea of tangible objects no longer exists. Right. Like, that's the destiny. That's what, that's your reason for your curiosity. Yeah. That's the reason why you've created music and motivation and cocaine. You're supposed to be pushing towards this inevitable goal of creating some sort of a fucking opening where this thing changes into the next thing. You know what that made me just think of? Like, imagine, you know, like when those miners got stuck in the mine? Yeah. Imagine if, like, when they got stuck in the mine, some kind of fume came out that gave them complete amnesia. And so they completely lost their identities and couldn't even speak any language anymore. And so uh, they thought that that's where they were born as this stupid mind. And, and, the, and imagine the people outside the mind would first have to teach them English, teach them a language, teach them who they were, give them all this information first before they could get trapped out of, you know, escape from the mind. So in the same way, maybe this whole dimension is some kind of cave-in. And on the other side of it, there's like super advanced beings that are trying to teach us like, hey, wake up, you know, try this, try this, try this. You have to get smarter before that. Because like, if, if you can't tell someone in the 1800s about electricity, you sure as fuck can't tell them about the multiverse. This is going to sound totally crazy. All right. But... What if people are to ideas what reconditioned laptops are to people? And that when you get a reconditioned laptop, you got a laptop that's all this hard drive, all this space and operating system, and then you swipe all the data at and just give it to someone to add their own stuff to. Completely clean. Yeah. Like, but has this past. You know, yeah, and that is what it, like a human is. You come into this life, yeah. You just they, you it's press a like reset button. You press a re. What is that? It's kind of like Carlos Mencia. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. you're going. I, I was talking about that tweet out of nowhere. What tweet? Chris Hardwick's tweet. Oh <laughs> God damn, dude, you lost me totally. Yeah, Chris Hardwick and Brian and I had a conversation about Stitcher. I think other co other people see um, podcasting differently than we do, though. You know, there's uh, a lot of people that are trying to monetize their podcast, and um, you know, when you're in the top five okay. or top ten, all right, he was breaking down uh, three thousand listeners uh, oh, an episode on Stitcher. Three thousand is how That's many? What he had. How many people right. listen on Stitcher? And you, he's in the top four of comedy iTunes rankings. Right. I know the numbers just because we do, we do this show. I'm not going to say the numbers, but I'm just going to say 3,000 is not going to affect anything in the top five. Well, it, it really depends on what you're doing. Some people are actually selling their iTunes podcasts, and they, they're building up towards the point where they're going to sell them. And then some people, they... they well, that's it, different. He's not, though. Well, okay, but some people have advertising that's based on their iTunes ranking, you know, it could be based on how many hits you get on iTunes. And in that sense, he's absolutely right. Because in that sense, 
if he doesn't want to shit on Stitcher, and they, I believe they pulled it off, um, he's absolutely yeah. right because he gets paid by iTunes. What he should be able to do is go to the company that's sponsoring him and say, well, here's there's another application called Stitcher. It's very easy to track. Why can't we work that into it? Say, Let's say you know, I get X amount per you know, 1,000 downloads on iTunes and then you know, a percentage uh, of the yeah. downloads on Stitcher. It seems to me that it's, if it's trackable, you should still be able to run the ads on it. As far as I know, they don't edit. Ad, they don't do any editing of your show. They don't do any Stitcher. editing. The only thing it is, it's a banner on the app, which is about one twelfth of the app. Right, and we, it's like uh, from Chris Hardwick's numbers that he did in a blog post. I can't remember the exact number. I want to say it was uh, eight hundred. Every eight hundred views of that teeny banner on that app, he gets a dollar, which sucks. But knowing what Google AdSense pays for, like views of an ad. It's not far off. Well, I, I, you know, listen, man, he's got his own thing. He, he likes doing it a yeah. certain way, and he should be able to. It's his, yeah. it's his product. I'm, I'm agreeing with Chris Hardwick 100%. But for us, we have a totally different take on Stitcher because I, the, the podcast is, first of all, we started off with it wasn't supposed to be a job. It was a goof. It was just me and Brian having fun. I wanted to do it to just to do something. I thought it would be fun to just do it and do it on a regular basis. And people like things that are free. It's good. It's good to give people free shit. I think it's in the spirit of things. You know, it shows that the entertainment that you're trying to provide, you're really trying to provide it for the sake of it. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how if you don't have any ulterior motives, you're just doing it for the sake. You're trying to make it good. You're trying to make it fun. People respond to that and they like it. And they'll do, they'll support you in other ways. They'll come see your comedy show. They'll, you know, you know what, man? Whatever. I, that's where we, di- I, dis- I disagree with that. I think it's awesome to give free content, but I also think it's fine to charge for it. I don't I, think. No, no, no. You're misinterpreting me. Uh, I do not think there's anything wrong with charging it. I just don't need to. So right. since I don't need to, I make it free. Right. It's that simple. If I needed to, like in your case, I know that you charge occasionally for podcasts. Well, we do an like, extra episode a week and right. charge a buck. Right. And this has been like a, for, a source of controversy and some fucking dummy on my message board wrote some whole thing about how he's upset at you because you charge for for a podcast and they'll never fucking pay you know listen no one is telling you you have to pay and in fact duncan is actually giving you something for free still he does an extra one a week and in the extra one, he wants to see if he can make some money. Well, you know what's particularly yeah, so to, funny. to me? People what's are gross, but, man? People but, are gross. But I think it's a, it's it's it, I I know it, it's I that's what I thought originally. But then when I started thinking about it more, I realized that it uncovers this certain layer of conditioning that exists in people because, like, when you go to the ATM and the ATM asks you for two bucks or whatever to get cash out because you're not at your bank, you're just like ah fuck it. I'll do it. When right. you're at the gas station and it's like 35 cents convenience fee, I don't even know what that fucking means, but I'll pay it. But the moment artists start saying, hey, I'd I, I like to make money for the stuff I'm making, people are like, what the fuck? You're yeah. going to charge for that shit? They, but if Once I can, they're getting it for free, you mean. Well, Once they're getting it for free. If you start charging from the beginning, people have no problem with continuing to pay for things. Yeah. yeah. It's once they start that's getting true. it for free. Well, that's why we added an extra episode. And the right. experiment totally worked. And it made me think, you know, this is a model. Maybe this is a new model that other people can use. It's like instead of pulling the rug out from people's feet and saying, you're paying now. I'm charging for everything. You always offer some free thing for people to enjoy and then you add one extra thing to it so people are really into it and don't mind paying most people send us emails saying they like supporting the show 
They like it. Look, most people do. The reason why people get upset is the reason why people... There, there's people that find something anywhere to get angry at. And it's because they're looking for it. They're looking for something to piss them off. And if you're angry at some guy whose podcast you like because he would like a dollar yeah. for an hour and a half's worth of uh, him you're talking... I understand where you don't. If you don't have a buck, uh, look. I've been there before, man. I've been to points in my life where I rolled pennies so I'd have something to eat for dinner. I understand yeah, poverty. Me too. I've I've been there for a long time. I totally get that. You don't have to buy it, but you have to be fucking mad that he's selling it. And by the especially way, especially when someone's giving you something for free. And also, by the way, how about you email me and ask for the fucking MP3? There's like a 99 percent chance I probably would have just sent okay, it to you. You just fucked up and said on the internet that, that was the one time I would have done it. <laughs> Emails. I'll never do it again. Listen, you're gonna no, be trolled, see. son. Okay, well, you're whatever. You're gonna get trolled they, by a hot chick right uh, now, but terrible. it's really a dude. Oh, that will be terrible. Yeah, that's what's the next step. I shouldn't step. have said that. Whatever. You, I, you fucked up. You opened up the gates. You I, challenged the fucking a, system. Fine. You challenged the hackers of the world right there. To what? To a duel. I do not challenge. A mental I duel. do not challenge. Why are you, you making you, fun you of Anonymous you, for? You, you said you <laughs> You said you would respond to email. You saying you respond to emails is like opening up the oh, gates really? to hell. Sure, then someone's gonna gonna go. Okay, how do I get this motherfucker to look stupid? Oh no! You making fun <laughs> of Netscape, bro? Now I'm paranoid. Now I got to exist in like a Philip K. Dick universe with like being terrified of people who email me. I do. You know what? By the way, people already know I respond to shit because I talk to people on Facebook, and you do on occasion. Get some emails from people that it really seems like these are cops. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? From oh, time sure. To, I got an email from somebody who's like, hi, me and my buds were thinking of taking some magic mushrooms and we're wondering if you could tell us where to get them or could send us some in the mail. But it was like the slang they were using was like, like <laughs> completely oh, my off. Buds. Buds. Hey, yeah, it was like kind of like weird off. Like, Worst first fake of all, hippie ever. Even if it was serious, like I'm gonna be like, oh sure, let me just mail you an illegal substance. That is really hilarious. Yeah, it's very it's very spooky. I had a guy who wanted to get DMT from me in Cleveland. I knew he was a cop. Because first of all, who the fuck is asking me for DMT? Cleveland. You know, and I'm in <laughs> Cleveland. I'm in Cleveland, and this guy has a crew cut. He's looking at me, and I'm like, "This guy isn't drunk. He's not high." And you know, you know, I'm, I'm assessing the dude. I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, "This guy seems like he's had some self defense training. Right. It seems like he's a confident man. It seems like he's in a, he's acting like he's got some weird like um, feeling of authority about him." I was like, "He's almost like he expects authority. He expects you to like this guy was like such an obvious cop. Yeah. It was ridiculous because a bad cop, or at least a dumb cop, they get a, a feeling of entitlement around people." You know, a dumb yes. one. I've seen it a bunch of times. And I'm a big supporter of cops. And I always say that the 99% of cops are just trying to do a good job. It's the 1% of cunts that fuck it up for everybody else. You know, they, they run a pretty fucking tight ship in most police forces. Sure. But this guy just eked of cop. I was like, what are you talking about, man? And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, DM, he goes, come on, man, DMT. He's like looking at me and I'm looking at him. We're making eye contact. I'm like, motherfucker, the last thing you want is DMT. You're not looking for DMT, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. You know, weird. and, I, and I was like, like you I said, carried her, like you we had a, the weirdest stare off, man. It was so strange. That's so weird. It I was so imagine. strange because he was totally full of shit. There was no way this guy was looking at trip. He wasn't looking at trip. He was looking to fucking arrest me. You know that, you know that, mar that marijuana pig. thing that John Heffron gave you? Yeah. Ever since that show, every day this guy wrote, writes me <laughs> and he adds an extra $100. He goes, $100 donation if you send me one of those marijuana sticks. 
$200 donation. He's done it every day. I think I'm up to $500. You wow. think that's a... That's you a, should tell him to suck your cock on video. You should tell and him then, to do okay. an internet search. <laughs> well, I traced it. Tell him about Google. Yeah. Well, you can't get that shit on Google. You can't those get dogs. a vaporize... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, those. These are California only. I'm really bored there. Oh, I see. I didn't know Or that. maybe probably Colorado's rocking Did you hear they're, right they're, they're thinking about closing the post office? Yeah, man, I'm tired of getting mail. This yeah, me a good too. Move. Me too. I about, never get good mail. Uh, how, how about we make it so that just like our ancestors, we get to the point where nothing we have is traceable once the big bang happens and right. a fucking rock hits the planet and all our fucking yeah. all our hardware corrodes. We have nothing solid written right. anywhere. Yeah. How about so, no post office and only quarters? What uh, do you mean only quarters? Dollar money, dollar bills and stuff like that, paper money, but only quarters. No pennies, nickels and dimes. Yeah, everything really? rounds to a quarter. When they got, they stopped happen? doing no, the- no, I mean what wouldn't that Makes sense. Wouldn't that be a good idea? Oh, uh, Jesus, dude. Everything in quarters? Yeah. I mean, how that many times annoying. are you That seems like it would be a nice excuse for them to raise order. taxes so that everything rounds off to a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no matter it what, all, it rounds it, off to it, the next quarter. It always raises high, and it, all that goes to the government. <sighs> That's not a good move. What are you doing? You want to give those fuckheads more money? Have you been watching these Republican debates? Yeah. Did you see the awesome. one where they were talking about the guy dying because he didn't yeah. have any money? Yeah. He didn't have any insurance? Yeah. Should they, he die? And the audience was cheering? Yeah! Tell me about that. What is that? Well, I'll tell you what it is. The tea party's hilarious because the moment you climb out of the pussy, it's open game. But when you're in there, no one can touch you. They're all anti-abortion, but the moment you're born, they're like, let them die. And like, you could have a baby that pops out and doesn't have insurance inside the fetus if the woman wanted to get inside the womb, if the woman wanted an abortion— the Tea Party be like, no, it's evil. The moment that baby comes out, if it doesn't have insurance, Tea Party's like, let it die, let it die. It's mama didn't have insurance, let it die. I don't think they feel that way about babies. I think well, they, they feel, feel like that, that way, way about, about people. Grown-ups, grown-ups only. But grown-ups Once you're a grown-up, you're on your own. Grown-ups are just mutated babies. Well, they're babies that grew up. Yeah, they're, but I don't think they're anti-baby. I think they're just, when you get to a certain point, you're supposed to take personal responsibility. I think the way they're going about it is pretty silly. I mean, the, the idea should be that you should have a sense of community that is earned, where everyone contributes, so everyone wants to help everyone. Sure. Our real problem is that there's too many fucking people, and that you cannot have communities of 20 million people, right. because you're going to get a diffusion of responsibility. You're going to get a situation where there's too many fucking people, and they're not going to care about a, one life here, or one life there, or one person here, right. or one person there. They don't have to. But if you lived in a village of 50 people, everyone would have to care about everyone. And that's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live like in the movie Little Red Riding Hood where the, there's a girl with the bug eyes that's really hot. What's that chick? She's blonde. Fuck her. Who cares? I don't care. what. She's very hot. She's in a lot of movies. And um, she was in Little Red Riding Hood. And they, they played this little village where there was a werewolf that came and was fucking everybody up. I have to see all werewolf movies across, <laughs> even Little Red Riding Hood. But uh, she lives in this little village. And as I was watching all these people sort of prepare their town and, you know, and, and, you know, stockpile everything and prepare for this werewolf, I was like, this is how people really are supposed to live. They're supposed to live in small communities right. that are worried about outsiders. That's how they're supposed to live. It's supposed to be everybody that you know in this little area is your friend. You're all cool. You're cool together. You work together. Yeah. You eat together. You hunt together. You cook together. Everyone is in this little group. The but people, people that you don't know li- that come over the hill, those are the ones you have to worry about. I, I don't think people are supposed to live in any particular way. I think that there's, there's, you know, that's what adaptation's all about. Sure. So I think that the, you know, 
now the the real problem isn't that you know people are sucking the system dry the re- the real problem is really quite clear it just seems like it's right in front of everyone diabetes it's that 2% of the people on the planet have all the wealth and that's that's the problem that is that is part of the problem but the other part of the problem is that the biological evolution the uh, evolution of the animal the human animal itself to adapt to this system of this community being intensely, like incredibly larger than it used to be. Yeah. That our DNA and our the way we think and behave and it's based on communities. And when all of a sudden the community is some abstract number that you can't even wrap your head around, a community of 300 million people. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the only reason why we can accept states. And, you know, if we just had one giant state, it would be so completely ridiculous. You know, it would, be, it would seem so strange. You mean like accept- the, new, the New World Order or like a global... No, I mean the idea of a giant community of a bunch of people you don't even fucking know of in a number that's so large you can't wrap your head around. We don't know what 300 million means. If you change- 300 million is just some numbers on a piece of paper. No one's brain registers what 300 million people is, but that's the community that we're involved in. Somehow or another, the world has grown to the point where 300 million people plus the whole rest of the world is constantly communicating at the exact same time, which is something the biological body right. of today is absolutely not ready for. So all of our checks and balances and natural reward systems are completely fucking hijacked. Yeah. Just like they're hijacked with movies that fucking trick us. Right. Just like they're hijacked with placebos. Just like the, the, the whole system is hijacked. And yeah. we have just have not caught up to how much life has changed. It's not catching up. And, right. and a big reason that it's not catching well, up. It's, it is, but slowly. It's, it takes longer. Than the thing itself. Well, that's because the people who are in control of the system are the two percent who have all the money. That's the fucking problem. But isn't that why the system has gotten this big, this fast in the first place? I mean, it's almost like you need greed and intense. You need greed and intense ambition and all these things that, in some form, ultimately lead to monarchies. Ultimately, lead to bad things. It's like they get so intense that a person is so competitive about money that they get to the point where they have way more money than they can use, and they're fucking over the rest of the world, but they can't even help themselves. It's like an ethic that started from. an explanation for tyranny there's always an explanation like that you can almost always tell there's an ex there's like there's the current explanation is these people not what you're saying because what you're saying is 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 smart but the 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 base version is these two percent of the wealthy have earned their money and they deserve to keep it Uh-oh. and everyone else they're lazy fucks that's the idea they're just not lucky they just didn't put their uh shoulders to the grindstone they didn't push hard enough and so that's the that's the idea now i think the real truth of the matter is that many of these people have inherited their money many of these people they didn't necessarily earn their money and even if they did earn the fucking money the fact that there are people in the world with big, fat, bloated fucking bellies because they're starving to death in Somalia and we can't get the resources there because some fundamentalist fucking Islamic organization won't let the shit through so that fucking babies can eat. The fact that we're totally cool with that while simultaneously every bomb we drop costs $100,000 on top of Libya. 
the fact that we're totally cool with that is an indication to me not of a nervous system not catching up, but a state of people not being educated appropriately in ethics. It seems like a simple thing. We need to fucking school teachers need to start getting paid the doctor's wage. School teachers need to start getting paid the same amount that celebrities get paid so that it becomes a competitive industry. And only the super smart are the ones who start giving our children like the basic information. Well, you're absolutely right. And on that platform, you should run for president. But my, my <laughs> point is, is not uh, attached to the human animal as one of its own. My point is looking at it objectively. When I look at it objectively, when I look at the, the, the way human beings are so intensely focused on wealth and so yeah. intensely focused on privilege and of, uh, on, on conquering and taking over things, I really think that it's like a queen bee or like any right. sort of a, a natural, you know, a, a large leader of an ant colony or whatever the fuck it is. There, there's some crazy thing that people need in order to accomplish what we are abstract, abstractly aware yeah. of trying to accomplish. And it goes back to this technology thing. You, when, you, when you have ambition, any kind of ambition, you're going to have competition. When you have competition, you're always going to have people that take it to the next level. And some people you know, take it to the next level like Michael Jordan does on the basketball court. Or you know, you've got guys like William Randolph Hearst who takes it to that next level when he was running uh, yeah. newspapers. He's just sure. a fucking dominator. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. How about I make up stories and put them on my newspaper, you fuckhead. Yeah. And then I'm going to kill you and I'm going to make up a story and put it in my paper that says you were into kids. Porn, you fuckhead. I mean, William Randolph Hearst got to some insane yeah. point of power. But I, I almost wonder if instead of looking at these individual circumstances or individual uh, people that create horrible things and greed and, and, and obscenely wealthy people yeah. while other people are starving, instead of looking at that, I, I, I always look at the mechanism itself. Look at the movement itself. Which way is the wave going and why? Sure. Why is it going in the, the most supposedly progressive of all the countries, being America, the most hyper-aggressive about controlling natural resources yeah. and about innovation and about weapons, about weapons and about science? And the, today, NASA announced that we're going to try to go to Mars. They're going to have manned missions to Mars, a giant fucking thing, like, like the Saturn V rocket on steroids. Yeah. And they're going to send astronauts to Mars. And, you know, this keeps America, this is one of the big points of their point that keeps America in the leader in the space race. Yeah. People are worried that we're losing the space race because we can no longer put people in the, the, the space station. We have to rely on the Soviets and the Soviets just crashed one of their shuttles the other day. That so sucks. now we're like, um, are you guys, uh, did you change the oil? What are you doing? We don't even yeah. know what they did. We're hopping on their plane. You know? It's ridiculous that we still have space races. That's like the Laugh Olympics. You know, it's just like the dumbest thing that we're in these Olympics with other countries. Like we gotta go farther, faster, first. Yeah, but no, oh, yeah. because it pushes innovation and it pushes people to really. I mean, whether or not you believe people landed on the moon, I, I know it sounds retarded. I still have questions. Um, people go, but I got answers. You know, there's like these <laughs> recent photographs of the moon landing, and everybody sends them to me, I and they're saw. like, "What do you think, man? What do you think?" And I think if I was guilty of something, okay, and I sent you a picture that showed that I wasn't guilty of something, and it was really fucking blurry, and it looked like it was taken from a million miles away in black and white, would you believe me? Right. No. I'm, oh, I'm sure that this is a satellite photo. It's very likely that it is. I leave open the possibility that it's not. 
And people say that's crazy, and I, 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 it probably is. Is that possibility one percent, or how how big of that? I have no idea. Then I would know. Because I would say look, 1%. this is what I would say. I would say if it's ninety nine percent. If there's one percent, why? What was that one percent there for? What the fuck is it there for? Ninety nine percent means I really believe it. I just see, leave it open. I don't have a percentage labeled on it. I think the people in the 60s and the 70s were full of shit. I think the government was intensely full of shit. I think the Nixon administration was deceptive as a practice, generally across the board, completely full of shit and without accountability until they got busted in Watergate and, uh, you know, and the the shit that went on in the Vietnam War, how they got into the Vietnam War from the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which is a big fat fucking lie. Yeah, but do you think the government would have learned by now, like, hey, we're getting into Smarter age. You Hold know, on. We're not going to lie. Anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Wouldn't you think that? Though? No, because they still do shit that's fucked up. Look at the Pamela Smart, or not Pamela Smart case. The girl who got uh, the girl who got uh, rescued in Iraq. What the fuck is her name? No, the funny I'm not pulling thing anybody's is, names it, out today. But my point was this girl was Jessica Lynch. She was in the hospital. They said there was a gunfight. She was kidnapped. They had a rescuer. They brought her back. She was an American hero. Well, it turns out she was not in a gunfight at all. She was in a fucking hospital. There was no guns fired. Right. They went in and got her, and they made up a goddamn story. The Pat Tillman story. Pat Tillman died because of fucking friendly fire. It, 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 Someone it, it, made a mistake, and he died. You know, but but when they put that story out, they did not say that. When they put that story out, they said he died in defense of our country. Meanwhile, Pat Tillman, when he was over there, was a huge. He went from being a huge supporter of the war to going over there and openly criticizing and saying it was a gigantic clusterfuck of epic proportions. And his brother still maintains that to this day. So they lie about shit. They make shit up. But I don't know whether or not they've made up landing on the moon. I don't know whether or not they killed Kennedy. I don't know. I leave those open. I leave those open because I think it's very possible. It's, there's nothing. There's etched in stone shit to me. Here's something etched in stone. Etched in stone, there was a man named Kennedy who was shot and killed. That's right. That's etched in stone. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I don't know. It's fascinating to me. The whole idea of this bullet magically showing up on Governor Connolly's gurney. They bring him in. Oh, I think we found the bullet. This bullet didn't look like it gets shot through anything. It's ridiculous. There's more fragments of metal supposedly in their bodies that are missing from this bullet. You know, attribute that to what you will. But the idea that you could shoot a bullet through fucking bone. And no one's ever been able to recreate that. They tried that on one of those fucking shows. The only way they were able to make it look anything even close to that bullet. They had to shoot it through like gelatin. They had to shoot it through like fake skin that's supposed to replicate gelatin. But as soon as you hit a bone, that's a wrap son. That bullet was warped and fucked up. That's what happens to bullets, man. It's supposed to be like that. They fragment inside your body and they create more damage. They shatter things. They're lead with a shield on them of, of another metal like brass or something like that. And when they, depending on what you have, and they hit things, they fuck up, they bend up. That Kennedy bullet didn't go through shit. They shot that thing into a fucking fish tank. That thing looked like it never hit anything, like it hit a million pillows. Didn't look like it fucking hit anything hard, like a bone and shattered someone's wrist. I don't buy that for a goddamn no second. Way. And if you do buy that, you're looking for that to be the answer. You know, and the only reason why they ever even said that, you know, people dispute the positioning of the magic bullet. The positioning, look, but, you know, Anthony Bourdain had a really good point when he talked about people that get shot. When he was on our podcast, talked about some people get shot and the bullet ricochets inside their head and exits out the back and doesn't even do any damage. It was totally true. Crazy things can happen when you're shooting bullets sure. through people. People have been shot through the head and nothing happens to them. Literally shot through the fucking head. They have a hole straight through their head and they live and they don't have any functioning, you know, they're. They're allowed to they walk around. They're, they're fine. They can rehab. It's amazing. Some people know. But every time you shoot a bullet into something, that bullet gets fucked up. Every time. Every time. Yeah. 
And that bullet, if you look at that bullet, it's so clear that bullet didn't hit anything. There's no fucking way it went through two different people. There's no way. And the only reason why they even had to say it went through two people is because we had to attribute three bullets to one person because they found a guy who was under the underpass who was hit with a ricochet. When that guy, when it hit the curb, the ricochet of the granite came up, hit this guy, fucked him up. He had to go to the hospital. What happened? Oh, I got hit with a ricochet. They found the spot on the concrete or the, uh, the, the uh, granite. The, yeah. uh, whatever there is, the curb stone where it had been hit by the bullet. Sure. So they knew he was telling the truth. Oh, here's a bullet hole. Okay, this is where the guy got hit. So they had to, that now they have three wounds. Now they have all these shots and they don't, or two, I guess two wounds. And they, they had to attribute one of them to two, one, in, in two different people's bodies to the same bullet. It's sure. completely unscientific. Instead of saying, what, are the, what is the possibility that even though we caught Lee Harvey Oswald, what if there was a guy on the roof above him? What if there was a guy? Is that possible? And no, 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 no. Impossible. Is it possible? No, nothing possible. Well, let's talk to this guy and find out. Oh, this fucking mob-collected c- guy or mob-connected guy ran up to him and shot him in broad daylight in the yeah. stomach in front of everybody and police officers? What? What happened? What kind of fucking charade are you running here? Oh, the guy who killed Kennedy is dead. Oh, well, that's convenient. There you go. Well, let's go back to work in Vietnam, and uh, yeah. Lyndon Johnson's going to yeah. take care of everybody. He loves you. Hey, he's a, he's a good old boy. It's terrible to happen to that boy Kennedy, but you know what? Sometimes those youngins, those fucking Massachusetts boys, they don't know how to shut the fuck up. Yeah, d- yeah. Yeah, they, they clink whiskey glasses, and they, they proceed to fuck headless Thai whores. Yeah. You know? Come on, man. Those guys are animals. Those guys are all savages. But the thing Brian said, about how uh, maybe now they've, they're not doing that anymore. I think that it's nonsense. I, oh, it's nonsense, but I think that idea is like a prevalent idea, and it's a hilarious idea because if you look back at every age in history, things accelerate. You will find that in every age, there was an idea people had about something that was okay that a later age found to be completely and absolutely wrong. Most recently, segregation. There was a time when, I guess, our grandparents, they would really, like, go to use the bathroom, and they'd be like, oh, there's the white person's bathroom. And then they would say to whoever was working for them, like, if they happened to take their uh, black maid on a shopping trip, they'd be like, oh, there's the colored restroom. You can go use that. And that was normal. They didn't do that with some sense of, like, ah, I don't know if I should do this or not. To them, that was a normal state of existence. If you go back a little bit before that, there was slavery. You would go over to your friend's house, and your friend would have a fucking dude that he had bought that had to do everything he said because it was his slave. And he was allowed to beat it. Yeah, he beat it. He beat a human fucking being. That was totally normal. And then if you go back a little bit before that, you would wake up in the morning and your cow's milk would be sour and you would go and say to your wife, I think there's a witch nearby. And she'd be like, well, who? Who do you think it is? And you meant it. And you'd find a woman and you'd fucking incinerate her on a goddamn pyre. That was just before slavery. Now, somehow people think that right now we've got it all figured out and there's not something equally insane that we all consider to be a total normal facet of reality like all of a sudden no all of society has totally got it figured out no we don't have it figured out the truth of the matter is there is a hive mind people are leaders and there are people who have under who understand that in 
primate neurology, there is a way to tune in to that fucking frequency of attention and convince people that you're the president, the leader, the king, the queen, whatever the fuck it is you want to call it. You can convince primates if you like spin the fucking spiral in front of them in the right way. You can convince them that you're their leader and they'll just believe it. Oh, yeah, that's a leader. He's our president. Oh, he's my president now. Somebody saw that in the, I saw that in the news. People fight with you. He's my president. People fight now. you. You got to respect the president. He's our president. He's our president. Don't you talk about our president him. that way. Now, this is a uh, clearly a form of conditioning and a form of hypnosis. And what I think that, that that's like the final thing for us to overcome. We got over fucking slavery. But it's a weird thing. Like you're not supposed to discuss this. No way you're not supposed to discuss it. It's our government. If you're an intelligent person, if you're an intelligent person and you're a respected person, you go on television and say the president should be respected no more than any other man. <gasps> Get out of my studio, Flatburner! <laughs> 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 you know, man, people... People, uh, if you want to see the conditioning when you watch somebody burn a, watch someone burn a flag in front of the wrong person. Yeah. People will freak out. You want to see the conditioning? Fucking yeah. burn a hundred dollar bill in front of people. No, not the paper. Well, there was a story, a news story about a dude who was in front of a Mexican restaurant and he was a Vietnam vet and he was angry because the Mexican restaurant was flying a Mexican flag above an American flag. Whatever. And apparently this dude said that that was not legal. So he goes there with a fucking knife, opens up this giant knife, and saws the rope on this guy's flag in front of this man's Mexican restaurant, good man. pulls the flags down, and cuts old glory free, That's folds right. it up properly, and takes it with him. <laughs> and he's like, you will not disrespect this flag. Not and he's like, game. it clearly states... Somewhere, I don't know where it is, some old asshole who's yeah. dead as fuck yeah. wrote down on some piece of paper, the old glory must be on top. This is the appropriate way to fold the flag. Yeah. America can never be, you know, never be humble. You can't be like the third flag. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, really cool. Tibet, you want to be on top? Be on top, Tibet. Who wants to be on in the middle? Ireland, you want to be on the middle? Okay, we'll just be on the bottom. It's cool. Well, that's what that's, we are, America. That's what I'm talking about there, Joe. I'm talking about this make this game of make believe that we're being forced to play, and it seems like the Tea Party represents the people who most want to hold on to this silly game yeah. of make believe. And it's like you know, I I, I love. This country, in the sense that I love the geography of the place I'm living in, I love the cultures here and the people I've met, and I really love like a lot of the ways in our culture that um, free dialogue can spring up and all the amazing things. But why are you forcing me to then take that that love or a sense of like belonging here and put it on a goddamn symbol? Yeah. Why are you making me put that on a fucking flag or on whatever the silly thing is that you're uh, turning into an idol? I don't want to do that anymore. And more, as we get smarter, I think as a, as a species, that kind of stuff is becoming less and less palatable. And and uh, because now when we're engaged in these ceremonies, most of us are thinking like you know the Pledge of Allegiance or whatever at a baseball game. I don't even know they do that at a baseball game. I think I'm not saying everyone, but I think there is a percentage of people in the audience who are doing it out of just a sense of like, oh, it's kind of quaint. I'm going to do it. This is weird. But you want me to put my hand on my chest? You, so okay, how does well, it work? Well, this is one of the same reasons why a lot of people want to be Christians and tell you they're Christians because it automatically carries with it a certain amount of respect. And, you know, if you say to me, you know, like, you know, so what's uh, where do you stand with politics? You know, how do you feel? I'm a fucking patriot. I'm a patriot, right. bro. I fucking believe in this country. I'm a patriot, uh -huh. and all of a sudden, like that guy is not to be questioned. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, like that guy has a. There's a certain amount of respect right. that you're gonna get from me. 
Yeah. For being a patriot. Well, no, because I, I believe in the system, and yeah. this president was elected, and because this president was elected, then every, then I just have to go with what's happening, and that's I trust my government. Now, this is a, this is the silliest fucking place to have to for your mind to get to when you really look back at the fact that this very same government was the same government that enforced segregation it was the same government that illegally went to war in vietnam it was the same government that told us that there was weapons of mass destruction in iraq when there were no weapons of mass destruction this very same government that you've pledged your allegiance to again and 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 again throughout history has shown that it does not do the right thing (laughs) It consistently does shitty things. Slavery, segregation. Now, war, war, bombs. Now, it will repair itself from time to time. And what's really beautiful is the promise of democracy. The promise of democracy or or, or, or a truly, I guess, a representative government, a truly representative government is fucking beautiful. Jesus Christ, that's like pure evolution. A purely representative government of an educated population, a truly educated, not just educated with books and number or, you know, numbers and words, but educated as far as behavior, educated as far sure. as character. There's too many of us to get that done. I'd, and there's I not know. enough incentive, I, I know that I know that, 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 that we that right now, the idea is that there's too many of us. But I think that's what this whole, I'm a patriot, I'm a Christian. This is, not looking this at is a things. reason. No, 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 no. There's, there's a, a million there's good a, things. There's a million good things, bad. Brian. You're not paying attention to what I'm saying. The, 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 yeah, the yeah. idea is that being a Christian, saying you're a patriot, saying you are, you're trying to hold some higher ideal that you would really like other people to do as well. And if they do do it, you know, you're going to treat them better right. and everyone's going to have more energy together. So this is like, it's, you know, they're trying. It's like when people say, like, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a, I'm a Christian too, even though a lot of them don't do anything Christian. You know, the first thing they want to do is fucking shoot the enemy. Yeah. You know, Jesus says, turn the other cheek. The last thing you want to do is go and fucking say, I'm a Christian. I'm here to fuck people up. Yeah. You, know, you can't say that, man. No. It's like they're, they're, they're saying it because there is this urge to do that. It's there fun to urge. imagine Jesus flying the Enola Gay. Like, imagine... <laughs> <laughs> fucking beard. Oh. He's got his, his toga on or whatever the thing is he's wearing. And he's flying that fucking Enola Gay to drop a nuclear weapon on a population of children and women and boyfriends and girlfriends and artists. That Jesus is like, I must do this for my father. Of course, <laughs> of course not. Well, I had to get that out. But what did you mean, Brian? Like, what were you saying? No, I mean, it's just like you're saying about how bad the government is. How many bad things they've done you know in the past but everyone never looks at the good shit you know no one's ever looking at all the good shit they do they're always focusing on the bad stuff i don't think that's necessarily look at the grand canyon it's badass did you ever read watership the government didn't make the grand canyon bro brian okay i hate to fucking bust your bubble (laughs) hey will you do me a favor i know we're not supposed to play music but there's a song that we have to play we have to play because i really like this song and it's a super appropriate and we'll just talk over it Okay, we're not like yeah, selling Yeah, what's the song? It's Aaron Lewis, Country Boy. You know the dude from Stained? Okay, well, he's reinvented himself as a country music singer. You and really want to do this? Yes, 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 I want you to. You because really it's important. Want- it's really important. It's really important. For two reasons. One, because I honestly like this song. I like this song a lot. <laughs> I really do. It's a fucking good song. The guy's got a great voice. I loved him in that, that band Stained. Yeah. And he, I think he's a bad motherfucker. He's, he's got a great voice. And... Uh, Apparently, it's just so fascinating because it's a super, super patriotic song. Let's hear it. And it's 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 so patriotic. It's like almost like a parody. Oh, babe, show it from the beginning. From the beginning, hit it from the beginning. Here we go. Ready? Hmm. It's about being a country boy. 
Let's hear it. We never play songs anymore, but fuck it, man. I love this song. How do you know? Dude, the, listen how good his voice is, man. I mean, I don't like sounding like a homo, but that motherfucker's got a badass voice. He could tuck me into bed at night with that voice. You're alone. Listen to this. This is a great fucking song, dude. I really drink from the bottle, but I'll smoke a little weed. That's he what happens at the weed. concert. He's on sorry. He has Don't Tread on Me tattooed on his neck. That's intense. <laughs> right across his neck, it says, Don't Tread on Me. And this song is talking about how he never leaves his house without his 9 or his 45. It's like sort of gangster rap. Let's tread another word for come. Outlaw country. He sold his soul to the devil in L.A. This is talking about when he was in that other band. Winger? Yeah. He's like Spinal He's Tap. saying the devil hooked him up in L.A. with a, like a record contract. Did you ever see Spinal Tap? He's like, what he's doing is he's like making up for his, his time as a rock star. No, remember in now Spinal Tap no, when they sit, like, Tap. there's a great thing where it shows all the pictures of the band. And they tried every demographic. They kept changing demographics according to what was popular. And so, like, he just swapped demographics. Like, <laughs> yeah, you went right to country. His publicist was like, hey, listen, I think, I think the country market. Well, he's trying to be legit, just like a gangster rapper's trying to be legit. Because in the video, soul. there's a picture of him, like, at two holding a gun. He's two, and he's got a gun in his hand. I am not bullshitting. I believe it. says, it. me, age two. He's holding yeah. a gun. And then there's another picture where he's got a largemouth bass. See? I used to fish. Uh, yeah. You know, so it's like all these pictures but, yeah, of him. Yeah, he's fitting in. But all that shit is, like, so manipulative and silly. And that whole thing, man. But like, it gets way better. At I the end, grew up on a country road in a place you never know there's, the name. There's the last few seconds of it. I'll tell you, Brian, exactly where to go because it's so ridiculous. It's one of my... It's 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 just really interesting. Did you know there's a Miss Hands? No. And it's way worse than Mr. Go Hands. to four minutes and fourteen seconds. Go, go to four minutes and fourteen seconds. We'll just end this because it's fascinating. By the way, I'm not dissing this guy at all, and I fucking love this music. And I love I love his song, and I love that kind of music. I like a lot of Toby like, Keith songs. Oh, yeah. I don't have anything wrong with patriotic songs. At the end of it, listen. To this guy does this little speech, and this is like this old old dude that's like, I love my country. I love my guns. I love my family. I love the way it is now. And anybody that tries to change it has to come through me. That should be all of our attitudes. Is this is America, and a country boy is good enough for me, son. Okay, play that back again, because that might be a terrorist message. Okay, that re retarded me. fucking speech. Back it up. Ready? Listen to this. Listen to this. Is that a bagpipe? I love my country. I love my guns. I love my family. I love the way it is now. And anybody that tries to change it has to come through me. That's that the music. That should be all of our attitudes. That's this a, is America, and a country boy is good enough for me, son. A country boy is good enough for me. Like, we are as evolved as I need. Let's stop right that's, here. That's how cancer anybody, cells talk. <laughs> and exactly. If you could listen to a cancer cell, that's what it would sound like. <laughs> It's just so fucking stupid. It's like, I love my guns. Oh, the, what, 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 what? 
That's you. I, I love my country. I love my guns. Yeah. Oh Jesus, dude, just hurry up and die. Will you yeah. fucking hurry Please up? Just you, die, you, you fucking model T human shit. being. You dipshit. Just die. I, I, love my, I love my family. I love my guns. What? Yeah. And your bride tries to take those. Yeah. Gotta come through me. Yeah. Okay, look, I'm not it's saying I want to take your guns, dude. All right? Yeah. I don't want to. I like guns, too. I love my family, too. All right? Settle the fuck down. Every time Jesus in history, Christ. man. Every time in history. No one's coming through you, bro. But every period in history has got those human anchors desperately trying to dig their claws into the fucking, in, 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 into the earth and keep evolution from happening. Desperately fight. They, they'll kill for it. Oh. Kill for it. Right? The Inquisition. What do you mean? Wait a minute. You can't be serious. Do you? Everyone gather around. Did you hear Galileo? <laughs> Did you hear what Galileo just said? Father, he said I the heard earth. he speak of yeah. the earth not being I, the center. I, I love my earth <laughs> in the center of the universe. I love my earth. I love my sticks and bows yeah. and arrows. I love I love I love, bur- I love my sling. I love my slave. I love my I love burning witches. Anybody try to take my catapult away? Gotta come through. Me. I love my scroll. I love my carve. I love carving in rock. I, I love walking. I don't need to ride any horses. I don't need domesticated animals. That's complicated. Anybody I, who wants to domesticate horses got to come through me. I love being a hunter gatherer. I love having a lifespan. I love being a single cell organism. There's no need to expand. We're all having a good time down here in the bottom of the ocean floor. Anybody wants to change that got to come through me. I love being a carbon molecule. <laughs> <laughs> I love existing in pre-Big Bang conditions. <laughs> I love my family. I love my protons. Anybody wants to change that? Gotta come through me. Um, as I open up the second bottle of wine. It's always- I grew up on an old road in a town you wouldn't know. Joe, I have a question about it. When you- it's a beautiful song, man. The guys sing his fucking ass off. I'm sorry. I'm not denying it. I'm buying that shit on iTunes right now because I made fun of you, bro. I love that song. No bullshit. I love it. He's a Massachusetts boy, just like me. When you, when you first when you first talked about uh, the, the horse humping, how many dirt roads are in Massachusetts? You, you called it Mister Hands. Was yes. that just because you saw the file name Mister yes. Hands? Mister Hands MPEG. Now was that well, his already name, called Mister Hands? No, or? his name. The guy who got fucked to death was Mister Hands. If you don't know what the story we're talking about, we're talking about a real true story about a gentleman in Seattle. Gentleman. I, I believe. I believe he was an engineer, but he was a a professional. And he had this crazy fetish for sex with animals and wind up getting killed. And there's a video of him getting fucked by a horse. And the video is MrHens.mpeg. And you can get it at TwoGuysOneHorse.com. And if you're new to the internet or you don't have any fucked up friends like me... You, you probably you might not have ever even seen this, don't, but don't. it is. It, it, don't you're right. right. Don't, don't do it. It's don't. not worth it's it. Why so, are you going to do that to yourself? It's so crazy to watch a guy get fucked by a horse. It's not. They were talking about Mr. Hands today. I, I did, worked on this horror movie, this low budget horror movie, and they were all talking about Mr. Hands, but they're all calling it, you know, like you know the the Mr. Hands dot MPEG or whatever. Right. And then they were uh, saying that there's a Mrs. Hands, and they were really? all like, Oh yeah, Mrs. Hands is even worse. Oh my uh, and, god. And they How could it be worse? Described it where it was the woman's face was off the side of the thing. And the horse was just fucking coming, and suddenly it pulls out, and just floppy dick can come and everything. And the girl at one point is going, "Oh yeah," 
you know, like it changes. Oh, you know what that is? That's old. That's not actually Mrs. Hands. So they just called it. It's a yeah, marketing gimmick. Yeah, there was a dude named Billy <laughs> Billy Connolly, and I fucking watched it over his house while someone stood guard over the front door. We were in the basement, <laughs> and what? <laughs> one of us had to stand guard by the front door. We, had, we were in the basement. They had to go up the stairs and stand by the door. And if you hear my fucking mom, you better say something. This is Billy saying because <laughs> apparently maybe his mom either caught him with it or didn't know he had it, but there was some issue because it was it was called Barnyard Betty. Yes, VHS, oh, right. and you could barely see what the fuck was yeah. going on. It was really shitty quality, but that's one of the scenes. The I horse shoots I... a load all over, and she makes these moans like, "Oh yeah," and it's so that's disturbing. Hilarious. It was like almost like I got molested that day because the, the, the day is literally like broken up in my memory with these jolting one these standout memories Wait. like you know how you scroll through your icons yeah. if you're a, use a Mac and you scroll through and then they get larger when your cursor goes over the thing like boom, boom. Yeah, that's what those memories are it's like like the whole day is like a normal day no memory of the day at all all of a sudden boom, girl man. got fucked by a horse in Billy Connolly's basement I gotta tell you, know? you something man I don't think there is a comparison between a girl getting horse cum blasted all over and a guy getting impaled to death on the penis of a horse. Those are two different things. Well, women man. have died from getting yeah. fucked by horses. Many too. people have died. But, yeah. I, but yeah, who but, was that, that famous that was... woman who was uh, some? God damn, who the hell was she? Wasn't there a queen? Uh, po- po- yeah, a queen. There, my memory She's sucks. I worked all day today in the sun, telling, doing something that I goddamn wish I could tell you folks about. I can't oh, tell you. I can't tell you a damn word. But Jesus oh my Christ. god, I can't wait to talk about this once it actually happens. I can tell you what happened. I did today. This this uh, Sandra. I'm D. sure it's going to be just as awesome. There, I, there, this girl named Sandra D was an Look actress in the movie. Look at me, I'm Sandra right. D. She she played like this monster, like a Carrie monster. Like oh, that's a real thing. name. Her yeah, real name is Sandra, Sandra D. D. That's you know, that's cool. like a famous. Name Greece. of the person well, in a, Greece, yeah. She's an adult actress slash actress. Oh, so I think she's it might one not be her real name. But she's a bigger one. She's, she's an adult got actress. over 100,000 Twitter friends. <laughs> over 100,000 Twitter yeah, friends. She's a bigger one. Let me check her out. And uh, she has a British accent, fucking hot as balls. What is her Twitter uh, address? Uh, Sandra D. Just, back just Sandra D. D with a D or D E E? D E E. So, anyways, this movie, she kills me in it. Oh, uh, shit. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, she's like. Sitting right over me, like at one point, and I okay. die from her period blood. First of all, you just fucked up some poor girl named Sandra D, who only has seventeen <laughs> followers. <laughs> poor, poor Sandra D, standing, sitting in front of her ATF, living in northern Michigan, is gonna get bombed on by the savages that listen to this podcast. What is it? It's Sandra D, just some regular girl named Sandy Butler. Hi, Sandy. Sorry. Sorry, sorry to bother you. I feel like I feel like we accidentally called I you at home. See your asshole today. I feel like we. Got, please be nice to her, folks. Please, please be nice. She seems like a nice girl with a love of ATVs. There's a photo of her with an ATV here, and she's smiling like, "Really? You want me to take a picture right here?" Okay. It's like That's somebody randomly getting attacked by killer bees. It's somebody just walking yeah, through a park. Right? Her poor Twitter girl. just got mobbed. Her Twitter just got assaulted by savages. Do you know how fucking trippy it's going to be for? her to open up her Twitter tomorrow morning and yeah. look at 5,000 responses out of nowhere. Like, what? Huh? Yeah. Hey. Sophie D. I'm sorry. It's Sophie D. Oh, S- you fuckhead. S-O-P-H-I-E-D-E. 
E. I posted a bunch of photos of me today. Sandy, I feel so bad. On my Twitter, if someone's right, mean to you, D. if but, someone's, I'm gonna follow you, Sandy. If someone's mean to you, DM me <laughs> and I'll correct everything. I'm following you now, Sandy. So anyway, she, there's one point where she's like, she's has one foot on each side of me, completely naked, What's her drenched name in blood. Sophie D. S- you're in a movie with this chick? Yeah. S O P H I E D E. Is this like one of those? Um, it's like Evil Dead movie, like really low budget horror movie, ridiculous. Oh, really low. Like, but really cool blood, if, like crazy blood effects. And oh, stuff. this bitch is dirty. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> damn, son. Yeah, it's just a fun little So, what short, happened? You were, you were, you're hanging out with this, this dirty hot chick. Right. This girl looks so dirty, too. Oh, my Lord. Just pictures of her in bikinis. Jesus fucking oh, dude, Christ. She had look the biggest picture. tits I've ever Duncan Trussell, Duncan Trussell. seen. Duncan Trussell, look at this picture. I don't in usually the, do this because this is a awesome podcast, body. and we can't, you, you folks at home can't see this, but we're kind of drunk right wow. now. Wow. It's ridiculous. To imagine the incredible pull that it has. Oh. Those, those tits look real. Are they real? Yeah, that, I thought they looked real too. I think That's they crazy. are real. They're huge. And look, look. If you look at the photos, no, they can't be real. You know what I think? I think she's one of those crazy bitches that had Wait. big real tits and then got them bigger. Wait, look at the, they're naked on my Twitter. Look at uh, backslash red band. Oh, I see what you did. You fuck. Whatever. Oh, that's Somebody's cute. Gotta do it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right, so you don't, do you have what naked pictures of her on your Twitter? Huh? You don't even do you? Yeah, I do. I hope the hackers I fucking go after you right twi- now. Why photos. do you unleash the hackers on everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Release the hounds! What the fuck? Uh, I see no pictures of this bitch, bro. Yeah, it's, there's a, like. I yeah, took, keep I, looking, keep looking. I, I took a lot yeah, of you fucking asshole. He just fucking tricked me, man. Yeah, there's tons of photos on there. It, where's up? Uh, speaking of photos, what the I, fuck heard, I heard, I heard, I heard. The little hobo came back. No. Yeah, little hobo's back, but he's smaller. I ordered the wrong goddamn size. <laughs> he's really, I think it's funnier because he's he super just small. fucked up the story, dude. How big is he? How big is little hobo? I don't know. He's like this big now. That's even better. That might be better. First of all, it's easier to carry him, and second of all, it's even creepier that a tiny little doll is going to kill you. I want to do it in New Orleans, but I don't think it'll work. On the fuck, it's not going to work. You must do it. It's too small. It's like a tiny little doll. Oh, that's the picture? Of that's that's pretty man. funny. <laughs> and then the whole time I'm laying there while she's up at me, I'm just looking up her pussy How and her butthole. How odd is she? Fucking amazing. Her eyes are, are like look like scary monster. Like they're just so blue. They're the most beautiful Hold eyes on. I've ever Keep seen. Keep talking. I'm saying. You never find them. But she's married to a black wizard. As long as you live. What? A black what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is she she's married? She's married to another porn star. Oh, how's that work? Uh, Are they allowed to only bang people on camera? We had Dana D'Armond on once. It was a very cool chick, but she was talking about a relationship relationship she was in once where she had a a relationship with a porn star, but they were only allowed to bang other people in movies. And she caught them banging other people outside of the movies, and she was mad. How dare you! I'm like, I'd be like, what do you do today? <laughs> Bitch, I'm working. <laughs> I'd be working all yeah, day. If that, was, if that was like a total loophole in marriages, every man would be a porn star. We'd all be like, I got to look. I'm listen, honey, times are tough. Okay, it's a bad economy. I'm going to pick up a little money on the side. Fucking chicks on film. Yeah, man, it's so embarrassing. I mean, that's one of the other things about being human. It's like, you know, you're just trapped in these fucking awful primate monogamy patterns and it's just like embarrassing you get jealous or weird and all that shit's embarrassing it's like the whole situation like we're still stuck in this really primitive way of living and we can't get out of it well it's what it is is we're becoming aware that it's silly whereas for the majority of existence it was just accepted and it wasn't what it was and it was what made you feel good what makes you feel good to conquer your enemy you know it's like conan what is best in life what is that uh to crush your enemies 
to see them driven before you and they hear the laminations of the women. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. You know, and he had this, uh, you know, I mean, but that's what it was, man. When fucking ancient Sumeria or Samaria, whatever the fuck he was from, that's what it was about, right? You know, that's, that's whatever, supposed, you know, it's a fake world, but you know, we're, we're thinking he lived 6,000 years ago, 7,000 years ago. That's what people did. You know, there was, wasn't a lot going on. I like the first two, but the third, it's like, I don't want to hear the, oh, the lament. I don't want to hear the lamentations. I don't mind like crushing. You don't want my... to hear them go. Oh, oh <laughs> that's not lamentation. Yeah. Laminations. Lamentation is m- screaming yeah. because you're fucking getting raped by. Is that what it the, is? The Mongols How do you say lamentations because he, you know, he says it with. It's a word that I've never used ever. Yeah, it's moaning, screaming. If you the, use this word, by the way, you're a douchebag. Lamentations. Right? If you use that word, you can never use dick. that word. You should hear my wife laminating. No, is it lamentating? Oh, there's some weird thing about the Jewish prophet Jeremiah. Are you sure that's the same thing? Pretty sure. A definition. Okay, I think it's a, three. isn't it like a verse or a, a book wiki, of the Bible? Wikipedia. Lamentations. Hmm, the act of lamenting? Well, that's the worst definition Expression of sorrow. Okay, yeah. A cry of sorrow or grief. Lamentations. Mark so that's Marin what it is. The women was, are crying. Yeah. Until... Until you start... Because they're getting raped. No, no, the men are getting killed. No. To cross your no, enemy. No, 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 no. See them driven What that was based you. on was the Mongols. And the Mongols would fucking ride in, and it was just, you would sack a village, and then you would rape the women. Are you saying that Conan was based on the, the Mongols? I think so. I think they drew a lot from it. Who's were, they, bro? It's Robert E. Howard. Do you even know Robert about the e. books? Yeah, I know, and I know he committed suicide, and yeah. I used to have the, the fucking poem he wrote when he got suicide. I used to have it memorized, but I can't remember really? it now. Yeah. Did you ever read any of the old Conans? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Fuck oh, yeah. Those things got me through a depressing high school. Yeah, I love Conan. I I'm so bummed that apparently the new movie sucks because I was like really looking sucks. forward to it. I, I really wanted to see it. I love yeah. those dudes. Well, I met the guy too. He came to the UFC once and uh, he was, uh, I was kind of glad that I didn't get to have to interview him because he was kind of going crazy and I don't know how I would have reacted to it. It was uh, not going crazy in a bad thing, but he was all psyched because Chris Levin won. He was all pumped up and everything. You know, but Goldberg is like, you know, Mr. Professional. Well, all right, tell us about this movie, Conan. You know, Goldberg is like, he's like a super professional play-by-play broadcaster guy. So he can interview somebody if he knew nothing about them. You know, when I interview somebody, if I know nothing about them, I feel weird. Right. But this guy uh, is the perfect Conan. You know, people are giving him shit because they don't like the fact that he's pretty. They don't like, people don't like a a fucking six foot four beautiful man with a sculpted body. He's in Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah. he's great in fucking Game of Thrones. Oh, he would have been good awesome. in this. This movie's a piece of shit. He's a good he's Conan. Drogo bro. in Game he, of there's, Thrones. There's, there's scenes where he's fighting as Conan that are bad fucking ass. There's, he's fighting with these uh, things that are made out of sand, these like sand monsters. And the way he moves around, I'm like, this, you nailed it. That's Robert E. Howard's Conan. That's it. This guy just needs, like, he needs, first of all, you need a singular vision. You need a guy who's a brilliant writer who's a Robert yeah. E. Howard fan. Go for it. Create the whole thing. But there's scenes where it's just like so preposterous. They were so dumb. There's the final scene with him and his antagonist is like one of the dumbest scenes in any action movie ever. Sucks. It's almost like they slapped it together in 10 minutes so sad. And, and filmed it with an iPhone. It's so stupid. Why do they stupid. do that? Why do they do that? Because there's a bunch of people that want to get their fucking greedy little paws Evil. on things. There's a bunch of different producers, a bunch of different executives, a bunch of different people and they all have their own vision of how it should work this guy Jason Momoa is an unknown actor fairly unknown at least to carry such a gigantic franchise it's a 90 million dollar fucking investment for the studio and all these assholes want to stick their dirty fingers in it I've seen it man I watched it in a fucking movie it's like Contagion 
There was a movie I did called Frank McCluskey CI. And uh, I've talked about it once before that I did this movie and I watched this kid who was a really funny kid. Frank, I should say his name. It's Dave something. Frank McCluskey CI. Let me uh, look it up just to give this kid props. He was a fucking really funny comedian, man. He's like, uh, I, I, I was watching him, Dave Sheridan. I was watching him, like, his ad-libs. I was watching his the way he performs. He was, like, really like, over the top, almost Jim Carrey in uh, Ace Ventura-ish. Right. And there was a guy who was on the set who was an executive. And um, I don't know what production company filmed it. I was barely paying attention to any of that shit back then. But this guy uh, had the Rolex on and a super expensive suit with suspenders and cufflinks. I mean, this was a fucking, this was a baller. This was some guy who had made a bunch of big, big movies already and made a ton of money and was dressing on this movie set in a way that I'd really never seen anybody dress in a movie set. It was To me, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And he was wearing this ridiculous, it was so obvious he had a ton of money. Right. And he was giving this kid line readings. This kid was doing his scene, and the kid would do the scene, and he would go, okay, okay, okay. Instead of that, how about this? How about you walk in, you step one foot on the floor, you throw your legs up, in the, and he, he, he made it himself. He did his own little interpretation of what yeah. he thought would be awesome in the scene. And I was like, God damn, here is ego one amok. Some completely uncreative fuckhead wearing cufflinks yeah. is telling this really funny kid what what to do and i was watching it erode right before Ugh. my eyes i was watching what was like a really funny script and a really like zany kind of silly actor i was like oh it's kind of fun and i watched them poison it i watched them like stick their yeah. dirty fingers in it and that's what conan smelled like conan smelled like one guy thought we could do it right and we could recreate robert e howard's version of conan and we could have you know m- m- fucking monsters and sorcery and all kinds of crazy shit that he fights again we could do this this could be fucking wild and the studio's like we're in we got Jason Momoa from the Game of Thrones look at him he's six foot five he's a fucking male model he's built like Hercules this guy's Conan he is Conan I want you to meet him I am Conan he's fucking Conan they get all fired up they do lines and then they start rewriting the script the executives say these guys don't know fucking movies like I know fucking movies I produce 25 fucking movies and they start getting their dirty little stinky jizz covered paws all over that (laughs) script and they start fucking dropping coke rocks out of their fucking nose on keywords, they, yep. they blow it. But they that's blow it, it though, but, fucks. So when when people or not to get back to the idea, where could you're have been a totally sugar. different scenario. It, just, this thing, is just for entertainment purposes, folks. Please don't show me. <laughs> the uh, thing we were talking about, the, I enjoyed the thing we were talking about at the beginning about you know when people are used to free entertainment, you know they want it to stay free, and you know a lot of people when they watch NBC or ABC or CBS or any of these shows, they think they're getting free entertainment. But they're not getting free entertainment. They're getting they're paying with their attention on the advertisements. But more than that, they're paying in the form of getting diluted entertainment. They're getting shit that's got that's that thing that you just described. Every show on a network has had almost every show has had that exact same thing applied to it in so many different ways because the executives want to sell antidepressants or they want to sell Chevrolets or whatever the fuck they're advertising on the show. So. 
And have, all, you, have you ever had this experience personally? Where shit got diluted? My one experience with a show that didn't get picked up by Comedy Central, weirdly, because I was prepared for this. I was like, they're going to they're gonna Comedy Central will ruin my vision. And the first round of notes that came back was awesome. It was great notes, really smart. It was like, it, it made the, the, the notes made sense. There wasn't any kind of weird, like, oh, yes, wait, no, 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 I did have it happen. I did have it happen when uh, I made some stuff uh, for Fuel TV for this show called Stupid Face. <laughs> and uh, uh, I love that, the name of that show. That, that's where we made a Galaxy Cabin Log Cabin. Oh, the in thing space. with Joey Diaz living yeah, in someone's yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah, that ridiculous. Explain that, yeah. please. Explain how ridiculous it is. What was Joey Diaz doing? Well, this, he played a fisherman. Well, the story was about I played a mountain man. <laughs> And my friend Brian Jarvis played a space captain, and something had happened where he'd gotten sucked into a black hole, and a flood had sucked my cabin into a black hole at the same time, and now we fly through space in this cabin, and we're just idiots, and like, it's just the stupidest... I wish we'd had a bigger budget, though, man, because it's such a funny idea. It's so stupid. I wish they gave us more money. I know. I know. Because we had no budget for the thing. We had, like, a green screen. So Joey Diaz is episode was we're like in the cabin and um my grandfather comes like knocks on the door of the cabin in space and i i'm like granddaddy i thought you were dead and he's like he wants my the space commander's ring he's like let me see your friend's ring there and my friend's like i'm not sure this is your grandfather red and then basically it was an alien living in the neck of my dead grandfather. An alien living in the neck Joey of your dead grandfather. And that grandfather. was Joey Diaz. And he was called the fisherman, and he was in a <laughs> rain slicker. And it was too, too small for him, remember? It yeah, was it was too, too small, small, and he's floating on a canoe. Joey if, Diaz nailed it, If too. you ever had children, and you and your wife were getting divorced, she would bring that fucking video oh, yeah. to, a, to a court <laughs> and Good. say, this is the kind of shit I gotta deal you with. You win. <laughs> If, you know, that's another thing, the fight for the kids. <laughs> no, you win. You get the kids. <laughs> you can keep them. Oh, well, you don't want them. And once you become attached to the kids, if your wife is crazy, oh, yeah, that's it becomes true. a real issue with people. Or if you feel like your wife is going to lie and turn your kids on you. That's what a lot of men think. A lot of men are worried well, I about I wonder why they think that. Listen, man, when someone fucking hates you and they talk no, shit about course. you all day, that's a terrible thing. If yeah. you go over Poisoners. You know, your, your mom's house, your mom is just constantly talking shit about your dad. You go over your dad's house, your dad's constantly talking yeah. shit about your mom. It's like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck am I ever going to have a normal relationship? Right. I'm five, you dumb cunts. You yeah. fuckheads don't even know how to get along civilly outside of your fuck time. You know, you stop fucking and now you hate each other. You have kids. You don't want to be together. Get, get grow, grow the fuck up. You got a kid, dummy. Yeah, well, you know, man, the, the problem, the thing about that shit, man, is that, well, the thing I'm realizing is there's a fucking shitty network executive in everyone's life or most people's lives. It's like that shit doesn't just stop at the networks. Way worse than that, dude. Most people have bosses. Bosses yeah. are way, 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 right. way worse than shitty network executives. Because right. if, even if you got a shitty network executive, you're on fucking TV, dude. Yeah, yeah All right? right. You got a television show, sure. you're doing something you're wild sick. and crazy that very yeah. few people ever get to do. Yeah. I've, I've dealt with network executives when we did The Man Show. We got fucked. Doug and I both got fucked. It was a disaster. And I watched other people get fucked when I was doing news radio. 
I watched the influence. <clears throat> I've seen I've seen things that that could have been really good get fucked with and sure. become bad. Or when people don't believe in things because the ratings are not good, all of a sudden they want to bring in people. They want to bring in men and bring in women and hot chicks. And yeah. we're gonna mix this up. And the network has all their nutty fucking ideas yeah. on how to tune things up and make them more exciting. It's gross. It's annoying as fuck, man. What they're supposed to do is promote the shit out of the show. And if it's not good, if it doesn't get good ratings, just cancel that piece of shit. Sell it. Don't yeah. smell it. Don't, what you don't want to do is get a bunch of network executives who are generally are uncreative people influencing creative people. Sure. The, the creative people, either they do it or they don't do it. Either it works or it doesn't work. That's what I think. But when, when executives start digging in, very few know what they're doing. Very yeah. few. Very few know creatively. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, you, like the time when we were doing Stupid Face – the the guy we here's the weird thing the executive like there are two guys who are these skateboarders named Ted and Laban who are the main producers and they're awesome, just crazy awesome brilliant guys. Then above them was this guy that they had to pass everything through, and he would give the most random shitty notes about stuff that you would do, and it was like notes that were impossible to do to address. You know, what, like what not specific mean? notes. Like I'm trying to think of like some you know like two line notes like. You know, this was good, but it would be better if we could make it more laughy. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like kind of ambiguous notes. We're like, well, what? How do I make something laughy? Or more like, you know what I mean? There's like, do you mean laughy. fun? Do you what? What are your specific problems with it? But that was the one experience I had with that. But but I have obviously heard shitloads of people having these problems. It's kind of like, remember you were in, when you are in reading class, when you are learning to read as a kid, and you'd sit in a circle and you'd read? Yeah, and there was always that kid who slowed the whole thing down. It would get to that one kid who's like, "There is right no," and you knew how to read. You were you know you could right. read pretty fast, but the whole fucking thing lunch was being fucking pushed back because this one thing. Well, in the same way, those people insert themselves into power <clears throat> positions, right? And they'll put themselves into like creative power positions, or they're everywhere. They're infe- they've infected everything, but now they have power. Imagine if the kid who that is. Let me tell you something. That's a that's a unrealistic characterization because it's very fucking difficult to become a network executive. Right. Most of them are very no, intelligent. No, I don't they're mean they can't. No, no, no. I don't mean they can't read. What I mean they're mean? like that for creativity. I'm saying their skill level for creativity is okay, the same as the kid who can't read. Right, but, but I thought you were talking about those people. No, no. Hopefully, those people learn to read. What it is is, is he, I think it's an ego thing entirely. I think they become successful, and successful people think they're good at everything. That's why people who are successful at one thing don't like learning other things. You know, one of the biggest problems in mixed martial arts fighters is people who have a specialty and don't want to learn another specialty. Right. They, they become you know they become very very one dimensional. There's a lot of fighters like that where they're really good kickboxers and they never learn how to wrestle or do jiu-jitsu. Isn't that good? Is there they something good about up. that? No, it's terrible. It's terrible for them. And the problem is they're not willing to be a novice. They're so good at that one thing that that's the thing they want to train all the time because right. they're so good at it. But whenever you see I was just someone just showing me this website for this actress and it's her resume and it's like director, actor, producer, Writer, there was like seven things that she said she was, <laughs> and it was like, oh god, give me a fucking break! And then like the, she had quotes, you know, like references. <laughs> Intuitive healer. That shit. Yeah, it's like you know when you and, spiritual guy. And some people do it. Some people do it. Some people like will have like nine things going at once. But I always 
there's something I respect in people who are just focused on this one thing. Like, just a, they're a writer. That's right. what they do. Right, they right. just I agree. write. I think that's cool. Well, being a comic, you know, I mean, I do a lot of other shit besides comedy. Like, uh, I do the UFC and, and do other things. So what I've managed to do is be professional, a professional me. I'm, I'm me, professionally. So that's that's what I'm... And so I put me in, in certain situations. I put me uh, in a situation where there's some fights going on. I have to explain what's going on in a way that people are going to think it's entertaining and ingest that. And then there's other me where uh, I'm going on a stage in front of a bunch of people and I, I, I'm going to say things in a certain way that's going to make them laugh. Right. Or um, me and I'm talking on the internet in a podcast. Yeah. You know, or I'm me and uh, I'm... Getting people to do something fucked up on Fear Factor. I just, right. I'm a professional me. I wish you could talk about that so bad. What's that? I wish you could talk about that thing so bad. Oh, yeah, I wish I could too, but I cannot, sir. He has photos of something he can't talk about on his phone. Well, we'll be able to talk about it eventually. It's the most amazing It'll, thing I've ever seen. It's, it's insane. Well, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's amazing. It's amazing the difference between 2002 Fear Factor and oh 2011 Fear Factor. It's like, it's like whole... they mixed internet in with it. Yes, now. that's exactly what happened. The internet, no question about it, has changed yes. our, our our line in the sand. No, it reminds me of when rap turned into gangster rap. Remember that transition? This where... is way crazier than that, dude. I mean, a hip hop, a hip to the hip to hip hop, to you know, like some NWA or something like that. Yeah. Trinidad Compton. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's terrible. It is. I guess. I guess. So. By the way, when I was. When you were talk, just talking about it as I was drinking the coconut water, I gagged. Yeah. I'm immune. I was right there. Not only was I right there, I was right there while there was people vomiting and nothing. Ah. I'm immune to vomit. It's crazy, man. That's My little baby threw up in the bed the other night. And, uh, uh, you know, it's sad. You know, she's okay. She's just... Sometimes kids that cough while they have food in their mouth and they just throw up. Sure. You know, it's normal. all the yeah, but cats are gross, Why dude. Why do they throw up so much? Because they, they lick their they, hair, man. And they eat turds. They lick, they lick their own hair. That's one reason. They eat their own hair, and they, they have to throw up those those hairballs. And sometimes they get food in it. She throws up every three times a week. Three, four times they a week. They eat turds. My so female. Not, not alone. My yeah. male doesn't throw up. Exactly. Same here. Yeah. 100%. And you know what else I've done? I started uh, bringing them to the groomer, which is great for them because it's hot as fuck out here in yeah. California. And so uh, I don't let them out. I do let them out in the courtyard sometimes, but outdoor cats, you know, I, I believe that cats should be free. And I've had outdoor cats in my life, and I believe that's the best way for cats. But I'm terrified of that fucking toxoplasma shit. You know, yeah. you can say that that's ridiculous, but if you, if you read about it, I might have it. You got to talk in your microphone, homeboy. You got to talk in your microphone. I'm 100% serious that I will take a test. We should all take a test. You have test to put your headphones on. put it on. It's so fucking You think you have it? No, I don't think I have it, but I think we definitely need to take a test. I think you're I, right. I think we need to we read should do it, it on the live, show. Read yeah, it live. yeah, you're right. I think Joey Diaz has it. By the way, you oh, can 100. Yeah. You can have it and be a healthy person. You'll get it's mad. Just, it just affects your your judgment apparently, or has a effect. Look, if you're slightly cranky, that also affects your judgment. You know, there's right. a lot of things that affect your judgment. If you haven't got enough sleep, if you're in a bad relationship, there's things that affect your judgment. Uh, I know I've got it. I fucking you changed so many bags of cat litter when I was a kid, just <laughs> breathing in well, there. That is probably not to worry because it's not. I worry because I've had feral cats. I had a wild. Oh, I cat. did too. I captured six kittens, brought them back to my apartment. Oh, we both have feral it. kittens. I'm festering. Did you came around them in their, by their neck on by your mouth. I, I caught them in a box. <laughs> I caught them in a box at a construction site, and they were assholes, man. I wish I'd never done it. 
Well, they're scared of people, but they will bond to one person and really, really be attached to you. My cat was super attached to me, but terrified of everybody else, man. I was too young to have cats. What? What? Why? Because I was an idiot. You've got to have a lot of responsibility no, have pets. No, Cats are like yeah, the easiest do. thing. It's easier than a fucking hamster. People well, don't understand, more man. responsibility than a plant. Yeah. Yes. And, and also, and also, depending on your conditioning, some people, some people raise other people to think that cats are like one step above like a steak. Like people don't. A lot of people don't. Oh, right. They don't have they don't animal care. empathy, yeah. so they're really shitty with their yeah, animals. Like when you drive by someone's porch and they've got a dog on like a tiny little chain, and they mm. think that's normal. People think that's normal, or people only like walk their dogs for. Or do, dogs who don't have a backyard, people only walk their dogs for like five minutes a day. Like you can't do that. You have to. You a dog. You have to walk your dog like forty five minutes. Never a walk my dog ever. You he should. Hates walking. Well, do you mean you should if you don't have a big yard, or you just should no matter what? I. I mean, for what it's worth, that's what the dog whisperer said. He said dogs need like a forty five minute, like two, not, two not maybe a day. Do I don't yeah. remember. Different breeds. Dog whisperer. Pekingese. My dog loves it. That's the point. My dog loves a good long walk. Oh, it's like clearly do. like yeah, they, who they wants to be like cooped it. up in a fucking house all day? My dog. That's totally true. I have I have a one solution with my dogs. I have a giant yard. The I have a yard for my dogs only. That's a full acre wooded. It's all pine trees and all day they're just fucking chasing squirrels yeah, and having a party yeah, up there. That's fine. Yeah, but I I bought this place specifically because it had this big lot right. next to it and I knew that I'd keep my dogs in. Yeah. You know, I feel like if you have dogs, man, you have a, a responsibility to give those dogs like a fun environment. Totally. You know, like my dogs are happy as fuck. You come near my dogs, they're wagging their tail and shit. They're yeah. never like freaking out that they're stuck in this yard. Their yard's huge. You know, it's a full acre. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've basically transformed my dog into a monkey. My dog's <laughs> turned into something more than a dog because I treat it like I treat my dog like a person, <laughs> and I feel like my dog understands that. I think that dogs uh, can become like these amazing creatures if you give them enough love. Sure, but yeah. people are dumb and they don't get that, and so they like give them some dry food and water and let them lay on the couch all fucking day. Yeah, it says it doesn't want to do that. They want walks, man. If, yeah. if your dog doesn't, well, they want attention. They want attention. And and they want stimulation. And too. out, they want to be outside. Yes, they need the yeah. outside. They need the air. Yeah, they need the the squirrels to bark. My dogs at. really loved it when we lived in Colorado because when we lived in Colorado, they were just roam free. You know, I was on 148 acres in the mountains, so I didn't have a fence. I just let them outside, oh, and I, cool. what I did was we were there every day for weeks, and we let them know, this is where everybody lives. Okay, this is where we live now. And they figured it out really quick, right. and I just did it totally natural style. I just, you know, walked them with me. You know, I took them with me on walks. We, we, you know, we scouted our perimeter. They got ahead of me sometimes, but when they got ahead of me, they always went right back to the house if we lost them. Right. It was pretty interesting until the dog got eaten by the mountain lion, of course. Cheers. Cheers. Drink. Cheers. If you I play the Joe Rogan too. drinking game, you have to you drink have to when drink. I bring up the traumatic <laughs> story of my poor <laughs> my poor little nanny face. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> it's my little buddy. It's a sad story. Did you hear about this fucking shit about lifelike cells made of metal that yeah. they've they've figured out a way, and then they 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 they're theorizing now that there might be living things out there in the universe yeah. that evolved from metal. Yeah, like fucking Terminator type shit. I saw that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, I mean, that, what the, the fuck, man? That's the same thing. Like people thinking that hum- life—it has can to be, be water, carbon-based yeah. life. That's the, isn't that the same thing as thinking that the Earth is in the center of the fucking universe? It's the same <laughs> silly idea. Right. The scientist said, "Listen to this statement. I am one hundred percent positive that we can get evolution to work outside organic biology." 
How monkey boy. fucking scary is that? <laughs> yeah, totally. That's what the article says. It's probably like that monkey boy from the old Sun TV or the National Enquirer, the screaming monkey boy. Monkey says boy? monkey boy. <laughs> no, says Mr. Scientist fellow. He's from, his name is Lee Cronin. So what do you have to be, to be a scientist? Can, do you have to go to school or can you just like well, research guy, things and call yourself a scientist? That's an interesting point. I that's think a you great have question. To have a, I think you have to have some sort of a degree to do be you? taken seriously. But can your mom write you the degree and say it's from her college no, in her backyard? you silly goose. This guy's from the University of Glasgow. He's from Scotland. And uh, his building blocks are largely, oh Jesus, say this word, polyoxometallates. Ox- polyoxometallates? Oh, you mean polyoxometallates. Oh, yes. I mean polyoxometallates. Yes, that's it. Made of a range of metal atoms, mostly tungsten, linked to oxygen and phosphorus. By simply mixing them in a solution, he can get them to self-assemble into cell-like spheres. Whoa. That's cool. Could you imagine if we fucking showed up on some planet somewhere and they really were like Maximus metal Prime? Beans. They were like the Transformers. What about the Transformers? Were real, man. This, this this should have released this. If they released this just six months or six weeks rather before the Transformers movie came out, and they could have this information along with their teasers, it could be a more exciting movie for me. Because <laughs> well, I'd be like, maybe it's not so preposterous that these big stupid fucking cars yeah. become people saving robots. Yeah. Like they give a fucking flying shit about people. Dude, uh, what about the sun? I mean, maybe the sun's alive. That's an, that to me. It's like why go? Why think about other planets? You have the source of all life on this planet, the main energy source for all life on this planet. Outside of things that are getting it from like uh, steam vents at the bottom of the sea, uh, things that are living in thermal ducts or whatever. I'll, t- I'll go you one further, please. We're made out of stars. We're literally every yeah. fucking is single piece of your body is stardust. Yeah. I mean, that, that is what happened. Human biology is a direct result of fucking suns Absolutely. blowing yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. That's the only way you get the information to make human beings or the, 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 the materials. It's so incredible. That the, yeah, yeah. It it's, sounds ridiculous. It sounds like a Kitty Rogers song. We're like retarded stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just Kenny, not Kenny Rogers. Kenny Loggins. But, but <laughs> Kenny Loggins. No, it sounds like the, the, the fucking the highwayman. Yeah. I was a highwayman. Yeah. Across the ghost calls. If, if the sun's alive, where does so it put? Sword and pistol by my side. God, I love that song. It's a great song, man. When Johnny Cash comes on, I ride a starship. Across the, across universe, the universe divide. And when, when I, I reach, reach the, the other, other side, I'll find you. Yeah, that song. if you haven't seen it's a it's a song, The Highway Men. Look it up. And it's about, look it up, Brian. We're, we already violated our music that law. That album's today. great anyway. So this is what happens when we get drunk. That's one We open ourselves up do. to get sued. Aaron Lewis, please don't sue me. I think your fucking music's awesome. Well, I love it Hammer too. That wine. Hammer that wine. I'm hammered, son. <laughs> Let me have I'm some. officially hammered. <laughs> I think I got blood poisoning Dude, from drinking too much fake yeah. blood. I we're, we're stoned. Like freaking out. We're drinking wine. I'm on Brian an, is I'm on fucked up. On. Pills. I, I ate so much fake, fake blood today. I think I might shit out. Drinking coconut water. Of? What's it made out of? I don't know, but they said not to drink it. But they were squirting it in my face, Great. and I drank it. Wow. They said not to drink it, but you drank it. You're so I clever. Totally Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to my, my little retard buddy. <laughs> Yes. You're not a retard. You're not a retard. You only play one on a podcast. Yeah. Your life is awesome. 
So I understand. All right. on you. Ari Shafir is going to branch out on his own and have his yeah, own podcast decided, on iTunes. He just wanted to do it too frequent, frequently. He wanted to do it. Well, he also wants house. to do it. He's you know it's hard to do. Uh, you know your your podcast is getting super popular. You got so many people that are doing it. If you don't know, Brian has a whole network of podcasts on iTunes called Death Squad, and it's with a bunch of great comics. There's Sam Tripoli. He's got a podcast, and now John Reap and John Heffron, our buddies, are are, are doing a podcast, and Tom Segura and his wife are doing a podcast. Sam Tripoli's doing a podcast. Did I miss anybody? Uh, little Esther once in a while does yeah. one. Brody does one he's, when he's feeling good. And I like how you phrase that. And, you know, they just had Steve O on, and they've had a Dude, bunch of really Steve-O good ones. We had Steve O the day before that Mike Tyson and him ran into each other. What with happened? Their face in the, you didn't hear what happened at the no. roast? No. The Charlie Sheen roast. Now, I don't, this is just, I heard from word of word of word. The internet or? No, uh, people. Uh, I heard that. Uh, is it on the internet? Did you search it? It's, 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 they just recorded it Saturday. Supposedly, uh, 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 Steve O asked Mike Tyson if he could run into his fist with his face. And when he no. when he did it, he broke his nose, and he has a picture on his on Steve-O's on Twitter with two black eyes. By the way, Steve-O wants to come on this podcast. So I would love to have him on. He, he loves you. So. What were you talking about? We're gonna do Judah Friedlander. He's gonna come on too. My That's buddy so Judah awesome. just uh, so contacted me on MySpace. He's hilarious. And uh, Max Kellerman, who is the uh, HBO boxing analyst, my personal favorite boxing analyst. Um, next to Jim Lampley, who's also those two guys together are my two favorite boxing analysts. You know, a lot of people think that because I do the commentary for the UFC that I, I don't like boxing. I'm a, I am a gigantic boxing fan. I've been my whole life, um, ever since I was a little kid, and and remain. And and by the way, so is Dana White, the president of the UFC. He's a fucking huge, huge, huge boxing fan. He bets ridiculous amounts of money on Pacquiao fights, on Floyd Mayweather fights. He's a fucking huge fan. But Max Kellerman is a. Uh, we're both fans. Of Max, and he's cool as fuck. He's a really interesting guy, and he used to be a rapper, so it's uh, it's gonna be. He's a white guy too, and he used <laughs> he used to be a rapper, and he's uh, really cool as fuck. And he's That's gonna cool. be on the podcast too. Yeah, but Judah Friedlander and Graham Hancock. We're gonna work out Graham Hancock, and the way this is gonna work, Brian, is we're gonna have to do it probably most likely in Irvine because he's doing some seminars down there, and he only has, like, one day off, and I feel bad that he has to drive all the way to fuck yeah, here and all the way back That's there. badass. Maybe we can get so, a spot at the Irvine. Yeah, what we're going to do is, well, I wanna, what I want to do is uh, we're going to have to talk after the show. We're going to have to figure out a way to make this shit mobile. Dude, some my, my, the, the sound guy we use for the Lavender well, Hour has just innovated a mobile podcast kit, and I'm sure he'd help you guys oh, no, out. No, no, no. Shazam! Shazam! We done! All, he's got it. One. It's called a laptop, but no, it would be what I want it to be it's like it's like equipment. He's like... This kid's a all sound engineer. A, he went to college for it. Okay, but it, well, listen, yeah. this guy's a sound engineer. We should listen to him. And he's cool. <laughs> all right. The fuck, Brian? Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so we'll, we'll do that. But the, the bottom line is that we're going to go to Irvine and we're going to um, uh, talk to Graham and, and see if we can make sure that this happens. But Graham Hancock emailed me out of the blue. It was one of the fucking coolest things in my life. If you don't, well, the coolest thing so far of this whole thing, this whole, how, how about this? The coolest thing of my entire showbiz experience. Right up there with my Spike TV special, which is my favorite special, is Anthony Bourdain doing the podcast. That oh, was pretty cool. crazy. That was pretty Get cool. Get a room. That was cool as fuck. I definitely got starstruck. But the next coolest thing, and maybe even cooler if it's possible, is this Graham Hancock interview. Because if you don't know who Graham Hancock is, I want you to go and research Fingerprints of the Gods if you're so inclined, if you're interested in this. But what a fascinating guy who's basically dedicated his whole life to the very controversial and unpopular idea that human beings have been around 
perhaps far longer in this advanced state of civilization that we currently enjoy than we give credit to. And that in fact, there's been some huge ups and huge downs throughout history. And it's not simply one straight path from caveman to Wi-Fi. And that along the way, there's been some disasters. And that this can be clearly... I wouldn't say that it can be proven, but what I can say is enough evidence can be brought forth that makes you completely question the current ideas of the timelines of human history. And this guy, Graham Hancock, is responsible from his book, Fingerprints of the Gods, completely changing the way I look at, at civilization. Dude, did you send me... Were you the one who sent me the fucking uh, video of that Mayan pyramid yes. that they just found? Yes. Holy yes. shit. Yes, in Guatemala. Yeah. The, the, the single largest pyramid by volume on Earth, and it was covered in jungle. They wow. didn't even know it existed. Really? Yes. So Not cool, only that, dude. but it has a... Um, you know, when the, when, the, um, when the Spanish came and when the, uh, the Mayans were conquered, you know, and, you know in, in different parts of, uh, you know, uh, South America, they, you know, diff- obviously there were, you know, different things happened. But um, the uh, one of the things was a big issue was the the Mayan creation story was uh, was changed and altered and fucked up and broken up and it's it's very hard to find uh, an unedited Mayan creation story the Pulpal View it's called but they found this and it's un it's it's undoctored unedited and it's amazing and they're they're going to work on on on, on translating it. Has there been anyone in it before? Like, does it look like people from no, the jungle? No, not only in that, not only they're not in it, it was completely covered. I mean, I'm sure some local people. People were aware of its existence because you know when you you know you stand you walk around on there and all of a sudden you're like what is this well dig a little oh it's a giant fucking right. perfectly hewn rock that's yeah. four feet wide and two feet tall well obviously this didn't just happen you know somebody made this who oh, made it this looks like a mountain they just didn't know that this mountain you know there's there's they say that there's thousands of these that they haven't discovered which is so mind-boggling until you look at the geography of South America. Or if you take into account yeah, Google Maps. But if you take into account the size of North America, South America, look at Mexico, look at like how 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 much land you're talking about and how much of it is jungle. Right. You know, they've found there was a documentary that I was watching on Egypt where they were t- or excuse me, on uh, the Amazon rather, where they were talking about all these different structures that they're finding in the jungles of civilization that they have no idea how this civilization got there don't know who they were don't know what their origins were origins were but they're looking at aqueducts they're looking at roads they're looking at all yeah. this shit that's just run over by the jungle and the reality is man if you have a fucking house and you put this giant stone house in the middle of the amazon a hundred years from now, that motherfucker is going to be covered with trees. Yeah, man. The, there's a documentary on Netflix. reclaim it. There's a documentary on Netflix you can watch. Now I can't remember the name of it, but I'm taking these fucking alpha brain pills. You're taking them backwards, well, dude. You're that, them in I'll Google it. But, Tell me what is uh, it about. So what it's about is this. Netflix. Uh, yeah, it's an explorer who was searching for this uh, famed lost city that existed in the middle of the Amazon. It might be that pyramid that they found. He was looking for it based on like some old scrolls in this like library that he found. And he was like a theosophist because the theosophists were really into this idea that there still existed advanced civilizations on this planet that had closed themselves off to the rest of human society. And he thought he would find a place where people were still living there. But he went down into the Amazon and just basically vanished. This is uh, this Save the Secrets of the Dead, Lost Amazon. Yeah, PBS, I think a PBS documentary that's on Netflix called The Secrets of the Dead, 
set out to find the fabled lost city of Z. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Amazon in 1925. Yeah. Led to a mysterious disappearance. And it it's was actually a movie. It's a do, it's a it's an it's a, a drama. There's a documentary too. Oh wait, no, it is a documentary. Yeah. I'm sorry. The late Leif Schreiber is apparently the. Um, I looked at that author. Uh, I mean, or that actor. I th- assumed that he was an actor. Right. He's actually the narrator of it. Yeah, but wow. there it was like a big news story because he was a famous explorer that vanished, and it was weird that he would. I want to watch that shit vanished. tonight. It's really fucking cool, man. But they, you know, he thought that they would there would actually be people living there who were who would give him like it was a mystical quest for him. Like he really thought that there was going to be this advanced civilization still in existence that was somehow going to transmit this information to him. Which some people still believe, you know, there's like the hollow earth theory, the idea that like Shambhala exists in the Arctic. Have you ever seen that shit? No. The, the, you've never seen like in the North Pole, the idea. Well, this, hold on a second. The Secrets of the Dead, apparently it's a whole series. Oh, no a, shit. There's a bunch of them that. and they're available online. Secrets of the Dead, China's Terracotta Warrior. You, you, you know what that is? Yep. Where they found these fucking this army of terracotta soldiers yeah. like buried for thousands of years or however fucking long it was. Secrets of Dead, Herculaneum Uncovered. I don't know what that is. Secrets of the Dead, Silver Pharaoh. Secrets of the Dead, World's Biggest Bomb. Secrets of the Dead, The Dead Sea Scrolls. One star on Amazon.com. Really? It can't mm. be too good. Secrets How do you of, give one star? I don't know. Churchill's deadly decision has got four stars. Maybe that movie has the same. So Lost in the Amazon only has person. two stars. Oh, uh, wasn't the best. But, well, you know what, man? Who knows? One customer review. Maybe you got one cunt who reviewed it and didn't like it. But um, anyway, the, the the point is that these uh, this this discovery in Guatemala, I believe they discovered it in two thousand nine, um, and it's just sort of being publicized today, and it made its way through Twitter. But somebody sent to me on Twitter when I retweeted it or whatever the hell happened. He said this was from two thousand nine. I'm like. You know, he's like this old shit. The guy said this old shit. I'm like, oh my god, that's 24 months ago. <laughs> We're talking about some yeah. shit that's been buried without human beings ever finding it for fucking thousands of years. No one knew it was there. You know, the the unedited Mayan creation story. Do they still have "She Stole My Voice" on Netflix? Not to change the subject. What is that? It's a documentary about lesbian rape. I recommend Grand Canyon. <laughs> what? It's like lesbians raping each other. They oh, like, no way. Yeah, they like... Le- lesbians rape each other? Will they just fucking force scissors on each other? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, the idea is you... It's it's that you mount someone's face and face... This you, is not on um, face Netflix, fuck them. bro. They took it off. Oh, it's... Oh, yeah. there, did you find it? No, it's, uh, it's not on the IMDb. She Stole My Voice on Netflix. I was talking to Duncan in the car on the way here. I watched uh, Grand Canyon recently. Do you remember Grand Canyon? Yeah, so, we talked about this. Yeah, it's weird how time has passed since that that movie came out, uh, and how we don't we don't buy it anymore. We're we're, we're way more intelligent than 1993 or whenever that movie came out because that movie in the first hour, 15 things happened in one day almost to all these same people. Like, like what is it? Fucking, weren't they unconnected though? There were a bunch of different things that happened to people who didn't even know each kind other. Kind of, but yet there was also like, all right, the husband he almost got you know mugged and his car got stolen, and then the next morning his wife is walking and found a baby in a bush, and then like you know then his secretary. Are they like, connected though? 
Or are they just yeah, randomly? Yeah, but, like, it's all, like, crazy shit happening, like, one day. Like, it's so ridiculous. Now you kind of watch and you're like, this seems pretty extreme, you know, for one day. And out yeah, this lesbian rafe movie gets terrible reviews. So. Oh, it's terrible. A horrible documentary. It's I the worst. I wish I could have known there were reviews I, of this movie before I purchased it. <laughs> no, it's really so funny. It's the worst documentary you'll ever see. Because really all it is is, like, a porn that somebody wanted to call a documentary. Because it's, it's like, reinforced. Enactments of well, girls like no, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just oh. all these reenactments of lesbians face me. sitting. It's just it's just reenactments of like some lesbian like sitting on another woman's face who's like no, no, I can't get you off. Is it's that really how weird. lesbians rape each other? Well, yeah. I, I guess so, man. That's exactly how it is. Really? Yeah, he's dead on. It's weird. It's freaky that you know how to do it so well. Wait a minute. Do you know about this for real? <laughs> he doesn't. What do you? Uh, like, yeah, Brian knows about that. What do you think happens he studied more? Studied it. What do you school. think it happens more? Ready? Lesbian rape or Chinese NASCAR drivers? Chinese NASCAR. <laughs> I'm not getting. <laughs> I'm not getting in that one. Imagine being a fucking Chinese dude who just really loves cars, and you get in a NASCAR, and you have to hang out with those assholes. <laughs> Well, like, can you, hey, man, you want to whip us up some Chinese food before the next lap? I want to drop fast in a circle. Oh, you know who wants to come on the podcast? I totally forgot about this. Ken, oh, Dr. Ken. Uh, Dr. Ken? Ken? That's Young cool. He's from, great. Uh, really? Yeah. From Zookeeper? Dude, he was talking. The, the, he, the Hangover saw, and all the movies? Yeah, he saw Joey Diaz the other oh, day, and he, he wants to come on. He's and hilarious. Fuck, Jim yeah. Norton's in town right now. We should, he is? Yeah. Well, I'm, we're, Duncan and I are only in town for a couple of days, right. son, because oh, we got to get ourselves over to Nolans. Nolans. We're going to do the House of Blues this fucking Friday night, and then it's sold out, bitches. Sorry. Crazy. You snooze. I can't wait. But uh, we're also going to be at the UFC Ellenberger versus um, uh, uh, Jake Shields this yeah. uh, this Saturday, it's which gonna is going to be, be very sick. fun. Interesting. How One Jake of the last uh, any, so any, any reports fight, on Jake? Man. Well, you know, people, for people who don't know, Jake Shields' dad died, and he, he died just a couple of weeks ago. And it's you know, and Jake, his dad was his manager, and his dad is like super duper close to him, and you know, they grew up where his dad homeschooled him in the mountains. So I mean, this is I mean, I mean everybody's relationship to their father except mine because I don't know that douche. <laughs> everybody's relationship is close, you know. Well, not yeah. everybody's, but a lot of people's. Jake Shields was particularly close to his dad, so you know, for him to uh, to fight just a couple of weeks after his dad died is devastating. I mean, his dad was like pretty healthy. His dad, his dad died in his sleep. His dad was a vegetarian. I mean, he grew up. Jake is a vegetarian. J- Jake grew up vegetarian. He only gets his animal protein from eggs. You know, he just believes that uh, that factory farming is fucked up, is that, and he would actually eat um, food, um, animal food, as long as it was hunted. You know, like hunted wow. hunted food Isn't that is like crazy okay. To you? Like 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 a Kevin Smith was saying the other day, how like just like that, everything can fucking change. You know, like, you, you, you could look, you you could wake up and then have a stroke. Yeah, and never you know, walk again. We have to we have to somehow or another balance the idea of ambition and 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 and. and planning for the future with enjoying the present. And that's the grand dance that everybody has to go through. Yeah. It's so difficult to master. And I've, you know, I'm, I still don't have it down. No one, no, I don't think anyone ever has it down, but I'm way better at it now than I ever was when I was younger. I'm way better at it. And I, think- I can offer some insight. And here's the number one piece of insight that I can offer. 
that be reckless. I'm reckless. I I'm a little. I'm a little bit reckless, but I'm also really nice. I try to right. be as nice as I can. Don't save me. You know, money. and I'm not. You know, people say, "Oh, I met Joe Rogan. He's a dick." I guarantee you're a dick to me first, for sure. You know, and you might have been a dick because you were nervous, or you might have been a dick because you were drunk. But if you're nice to me, I can't be not nice to you. It is impossible. Right. I'm. I grew up. I've 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 been a nice person as long as I've been capable of being a nice person. Don't you know? wear a condom. Don't wear a condom. What are you saying? I'm just saying do everything exactly opposite what you're told to do. Well, I don't know if that's the <laughs> truth. I don't know if that's the case. It's like you have to because here when you start talking about sex, okay, and you say don't wear a condom, you know, sex to me is just like doing drugs. It's natural, it's fun. Yes, it is natural, it's fun, but you can you can get caught up in it and you can get fucking crazy. Yeah. And it can it is it has just as much of a pull as 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 any other kind of crazy psychological addiction, whether it's gambling or anything like that. But Brian, you don't really mean don't wear a condom. Yeah, I do. It feels good. It feels no, way no. better not you wear, wear a condom. You wear a condom for the first month or two and then mm. you figure out the girl enough mm. no, to decide you, you, if you want to or you not. You need an abortion yeah. in your life to appreciate Dude, how, the, how things it, can go wrong. It makes you get together Dude, closer to the Let me tell you let me tell you can I tell you a little horror story? I'll tell you a little horror story. I'll tell you a horror story. I would love to hear it. Uh, um, there's someone that I know. There's someone that I know who got a who got a waitress pregnant. And a waitress? Where did she work? She worked. Well, why can't she just be Applebee's? a girl, man? She, why did you have to make her a waitress? Yeah. Uh, because he was a bartender or something. I don't know. Because they both like they worked at the same place. So it's like okay. so they worked together at this place. I'm and just, so I'm just going reverse sexism on you. Uh, I don't know why I said. I don't mean to I'm label fam- people. I'm so sorry. Stop lesbian rape. They, <laughs> they. Uh, so they. Um. They. They ended up. Uh, he ended up putting his peepee inside of her, and the guess what happened? She got pregnant. He should have kept the cell phone in his pocket. Yeah, but yeah, he should have. And guess what? She what? doesn't want a fucking abortion. No, this is like That's awesome. This is a this, no. This is a one night stand. Now he's a daddy, awesome. but it's with someone that he just fucked one night, and, 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 and yeah. like yeah, it's like now he's legally bound for the rest of his life to this to this to his kid. He didn't wait the two month rule. You gotta wear a fucking condom. You're crazy months. if you for don't wear months. a condom for two months. Yeah, but you also gotta fuck people that you like. Yeah. Don't, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to say because you want to fuck anybody who's want to give up the pussy at a certain point in time. Pussy's like water and you're living in a desert, okay? And he's like, yeah, we're going to get it. Where's the water? You know, it's only until you, you live by a fucking stream and you can drink water every day can you see the forest for the trees. Because otherwise, your entire waking life is dedicated to getting this resource that is fucking water. Or pussy. Either one. They're interchangeable. And when they're plentiful, then you can see them for what they truly are. You know, and, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get spoiled. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get, that, you know, you, you don't appreciate it. You should totally appreciate every single one of the biological pleasures of existence. One of the reasons why I'm a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain is because he calls himself an enthusiast, but he is a chef and he enjoys, he, he like really shows how much joy you can get in eating great food. During the and whole I podcast. think that the feeling of taste and the feeling of pleasure and the yeah. feeling of friendship, I like drinking. I like wine. I like smoking weed. I like going to... I like seeing fun movies. I like listening to great music. You know, yeah. I, I like being... I like being inundated by great feeling shit. You know, yeah. I, I think that's... It's important to wrap our heads around that. Well, I mean, if you can, like, accept it, it's just like... The, you, there's a... You know, me, me and my friend were just talking about this... Uh, 
uh, Sartre, the one of the exist this French existentialist philosopher, and like how they have the existentialists basically have this idea where it's like, yeah, you can fucking you know enjoy reality and get caught up and be an enthusiast or whatever, but the depths of it it's just pure absurdity. There's no meaning behind it. There's no meaning to life. It's like just this empty meaningless vortex so like you know for example like when you see your dog dry hump another dog you know you see the dog dry hump and you're, you're kind of watching it's kind of funny but it's like you're lo- you're watching a, 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 a instinctual trigger you know go through the thing and it just acts this thing out and then when you find yourself humping somebody that you just <laughs> met and you realize you're going through the same extin- instinctual trigger and you're like ah oh, fuck I'm doing the same thing it's the same thing no meaning to this no meaning this is just a I've triggered a series of responses in my primate brain that is wanting to reproduce once once i come i'm gonna go right back into this state and that's absurdity that's a form of absurdity you i got an answer a question for you brian because i'm trying to figure out how to rephrase it yeah yeah Uh, it's so funny you just said that because i just thought of something that that that, the other day like you ever scratch a cat's butt and they do that (laughs) do that do that thing where they're just like yeah yeah Yeah. you ever fucked a girl and seen her do the exact same thing it's creepy like it's almost exactly the same yeah yeah it's because they know what that means you're not fucking them hard enough you got to fuck them to the point where they're nervous Uh, no i think think their body's freaking out i think the body's short-circuiting i think that's what it is i think not the way i fuck them dude The way I fuck them, they get nervous. Like before an audition, or so. What are they nervous about? I'm on top of them, and that's a lot of pressure, son. That's 185 pounds of alpha just shooting loads into your body, making grunts. No, listen. Stop. Don't make anybody nervous. Imagine a girl on top of you that's way bigger than you, and while she's fucking you, she just starts fucking hitting you. You fucking bitch. You think you can fuck me? Could you imagine being in a situation where your girl can kick your ass? Have you ever been there? Like Bourdain's, uh, I don't think oh, so. Yeah. Well, I don't think Bourdain's wife can kick his ass. You don't, oh, he's he still can, a he's, he's still a man, and she's still anybody on enough she's adrenaline. Uh, Anthony Bourdain been around the world. Hey, me, I guarantee you, he probably has no endurance, but he's he I'll knows like how to, to throw a straight. If you wait, charity if, boxing match. If you have if you have, if you have a hammer, <laughs> if you have a hammer in your house. And you sleep next to somebody, they can kick your ass no matter who they are. What? They can slam the hammer. Ha- oh, yeah, they can slam, slam the hammer into your fucking face while you're sleeping. Yes. Yeah, if they catch I mean, you off guard. Yeah, they yeah. can catch you off guard. Right. So no anyone doubt. can. It's like yeah, you're. Well, always this video is online of girls sucker punching guys and knocking them unconscious. There's a bunch of them. I mean, it's What's hilarious. That? They sucker punch a guy. You know what a sucker punch is? Yeah, I know what a yeah, sucker punch is. There's a lot of videos of girls sucker punching guys online. And Why? Con- it's a great a, fetish. Listen, man, there's a fucking wide world out there. A lot of fucking things happen. A lot of cross streets. A lot of <laughs> one thing intersects with this thing when it wasn't prepared. It's a and fetish? next thing you know, a, a yes. fucking coked up girl punches a drunk guy in the jaw and knocks him unconscious. It happens all over the world. I you just know? somehow spanking miss extreme. these videos. It's like MMA spanking. There was a girl that uh, used to work for a buddy of mine. She was uh, my friend's assistant, and she could punch so fucking hard. She was nice. I mean, she wouldn't have ever punched anybody, but she was like, I could punch hard. And I was like, all right, whatever. You know, I fucking do commentary for the UFC. You, you can punch hard. There's some people, man. There's some people that, for whatever fucking reason, they got this crazy Tommy Hearns punch. It's a weird thing, man, because I've, I've experienced this since I was a child, since I first started doing martial arts. Every now and then, you'll come across some guy who can just, boom, 
He hits so fucking hard. You're like, where is that coming from? Doesn't even make. He's 160 pounds. It doesn't even make sense. But when he hits the bag, the bag just moves more than anybody else. There was this fucking chick, and she was a regular girl. She was like 23 years old. She was my friend's assistant, and she was like, I can punch, I can punch. I'm like, okay. She's like, put your hand up. I put my hand up. She goes. She hit me, and I thought about my face. <laughs> she hit my hand, and my hand was stinging. Fuck. And she turned her shoulder into it and threw her fucking weight into it. And she went two knuckles for it. I go, who the fuck taught you how to punch like that? You know, like her dad taught her how to punch people and shit. But I was like, man, if that chick punches you in the face, she will knock you the fuck out. Right. A, if you're not ready for it, it only takes a certain amount of pressure to hit your jaw in a certain way, right. your legs just go. I've seen it. I've seen it in person. I've seen it in fights. I've seen it in bars. I've seen it all my life. It's a weird phenomenon. If you don't expect why is it the it, jaw? Why the jaw? What is in that? What's what cluster flaw. of? It's a design flaw. Design flaw. Complete design. It's like flaw. a power off button. Well, this is what it is. Your brain is this fucking central core of information, of movement, of everything. All the design, all the direction comes from this spot well what you or your body is is like a fucking uh, house that has a bunch of ethernet cables in it right. you know and you want to get internet to your toes we got to run lines you got to run nerves through your whole situation well you also have this thing where you have you have to chew food to supply the body so well how do we do this well we got to have something that moves we're going to have something that moves and it's going to be hard and bony and it's going to be right in front of all the cords Right. We have no choice. That's the design. We just got to hope that the human doesn't get hit on the jawbone and it doesn't compress all those nerves that send the signals down to all the limbs because if it does, everything shuts off. It's right here, right? Yeah. That's the, they call that the, the jaw. No, no, no. It's the actual jaw itself. Is it's that the, what they call the button? Yes. What I call the button is the movement of the jaw. <laughs> I caught the apple. The jaw presses into the cord. Well, I don't, listen, when I say presses into the cord, <laughs> What the fuck do I know is inside yeah. my neck? It could be all elves and Gummy shit. Bears. <laughs> it breaks the elf factory. It could be all sparkly fairy dust that yeah. comes out when you cut my throat. I'm just is. guessing. But the the idea that I what, what I have I've had explained to me is that the nerves when you punch a person on the jaw that their jawbone slams into the cluster of nerves behind them and it just causes this big electrical short circuit ah. depending on a bunch of different things depending on your determination depending on your anger your adrenaline level your focus whether or not you saw this coming right. whether or not you've been punched before you know how to react to it or how to stay calm under pressure right. and depending on the physiological the, the physiological design of your actual frame different bodies structures have can take a different load of impact you know like large jaws and big david tua like looking faces there was a guy named david tua still a very dangerous heavyweight boxer is this a samoan dude tonga dude whatever the fuck he is he's anyways whatever he is uh, i think believe he's samoan he's a badass boxer and one of the things about him is this this motherfucker can take a punch man you can hit david tua with a bomb he fought lennox lewis and lennox lewis connected with straight right hands that just would have put normal men on the moon and just boom hits him and he can take it he just doesn't go out he's he, he's, had an, he's got an incredible jaw on top of big, big punching power. So there's that. There's the, the, the shape of your frame, the shape of your body, the thickness of your tendons and cords. And then, you know, then there's just the fucking design flaw. The jaw goes to the, the, the cluster of nerves. And depending on your sensitivity, some people just shut right off. There's some dudes that they just have a glass jaw, man. And all you have to do is get to their jaw. 
And it's fucking doesn't have a, you know, there's nothing a guy can do to strengthen it. I mean, they can toughen it up a little bit. Right. There's exercises dudes do where they fucking lift weights with their jaws. They pull cords with their jaws. Oh. They, ha- they suck a lot of cock. They, Jesus. They, they try to suck lion <laughs> cock. They just hold them down. What? Quick. There's, um, there's things that I've seen guys do. Jerry Cooney was doing it <laughs> once in this video I watched. The first time I ever saw it, where he had like a, it was almost like a bungee cord and all this tape inside his jaw. And he's biting it and he's chewing, fucking pulling God with his it. jaw, trying to strengthen this whole setup so he doesn't get knocked unconscious. So embarrassing. Why is that embarrassing? It's fascinating. It's fucking embarrassing. Kiss me on the lips. Why is it embarrassing? You know why it's embarrassing? Because you never beat the fuck out of a dude in a cage. No, I don't mean that. No, look, no, look, look. Uh, Take that shot. Bang. Come back with a counter hook. Boom. He drops. The crowd goes nuts. (sighs) No, it's amazing. I think I think that's really cool to watch, and I fucking love it. Right. But But I just think that when you get into a situation. Where you have a bungee cord hanging out of your mouth <laughs> and you're lifting weights with your jaw, it's embarrassing. It's like that moment in time, if I was doing that, if I'm like, gotta get my fucking jaw stronger, I'd be like, dude, why don't you fucking pick up a history book? It's well, time to look at a globe. You're, oh, I gotta get this jaw. You're, you're right and you're not at the same time. And here's why you're right. You're right because you see where this is all going. You see the, the falling away of the archaic models and the ridiculous nature nature of clinging to our monkey genetics but we are we are trapped in this age and we have about 80 years to have a good fucking time and one of the things to have a good time you know you got that right is one of my favorite songs ever leonard skinner song i like to drink and dance all night there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing no. wrong with liking a drink and dance all night. No. There's nothing wrong with like like going to fights. These guys agreed to do this. Let them do it. They're going to no. do it. They want to do it. I used to do it. They're going to do it. They're no, going to do it. Nothing wrong with that. It's fucking go, fun to Go. Go. Enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel really bad about porn and porn exploits women. Well, guess what? There's 100 million gigabytes of, on, on the internet. <laughs> and tsunami it's, it's, you're, you're not going to go back in time and keep those girls from being fingered. But their uncle you're not gonna do it what well, you know and I if tried, yes. and if you can jerk off to that you will feel better no enjoy it by the way if like you see a, if you see a kid playing with dolls and you go up to the kid and you're like you know those dolls aren't real and what you're doing is totally meaningless you're kind of an asshole the kid's lucky it's getting to play with dolls the kid's fucking lucky that the kid can get fixated right. on dolls then he can wear a fucking great. towel around his neck and pretend he's a superhero and yeah, run around his backyard lucky. with a cardboard sword lucky he's lucky lucky but i so in the same way when adults are doing the identical thing and taking on these uh, silly identities and strengthening their jaws and they're absorbed and their attention is focused onto whatever the fucking thing is whether if it's Leonard Skinner's drunken night of line dancing or somebody punching his fist through a fucking wall or someone climbing a mountain or whatever if that's grabbing your attention lucky you don't stop it go for it you're being yeah. distracted from the void for a little yeah. while congratulations Fuck yeah. but once that shit stops distracting you if you continue on that path and pretend that it still is like distracting you from the void that's like where shit gets weird maybe maybe you get to a certain point where you where you realize what difference does it make what difference does it make what my understanding of the situation is what difference does it make my acceptance of the void if i am but a temporary creature and should i not just enjoy this time and spread as much positive energy as possible and contribute my part in a true and clear understanding that that i cannot fix all things but that is my but that is my 
my obligation to, to enjoy this moment and to have to as much positive feeling as possible. The most spread as much positive feeling as possible. That is my instinct. That is my drive. When I'm in the isolation tank and I'm alone and I'm, 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 I'm when I'm at my most happiest, when I'm thinking about things, you know what I think? I think I have a rare opportunity to spread as much positive right. energy as possible. And I think that is what is most important. That is, that is my instinctual pull. That's what's pulling me. What's pulling me is I feel like I got this weird, crazy opportunity. We have this weird, weird crazy opportunity opportunity right now there's at least a half a million people listening to this over the course of itunes and stitcher and more Ustream, it's more than that it's going to be it's going to be even more than that over the course of a couple of years sure because this shit is going to spread and spread and spread and some of these ideas are going to resonate with people because you are ahead of a lot of other people in this weird game of thinking there's people out there that right now are listening to this podcast and they are 19 years old and they've never considered any of the ideas that duncan trussell is presenting to them and the idea that you know that that it's human civilization and ideas and all these things could be literally alien life forms trying to manifest themselves in a conscious way on this plane and that's how they interact with people there's a lot of people right now 17 16 15 sitting with their friends getting their fucking mind blown by you dude and you don't think about it because you're just being you but that impact is serious and legitimate yeah that's cool and that impacts you love it well of course and also well it's fun to uh it's, what you're saying is exactly the thing that I'm um, obsessed with is, is 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 whatever that is transmitting like it's anytime you can like help someone be happier connect with something it's awesome hey do you think the Dalai Lama on Twitter is real I don't know I don't if he know. is he's it's a dumbass what I, I fucking love <laughs> it bad the Dalai Lama is a goof he's a goof the most positive shit he ever he writes positive shit every yeah, day yeah he does he he's does a, he the, also my, writes a bunch of fucking pacifist bullshit wise people serve others putting the needs of others above their own the ultimate result would be that you find more happiness mm. he's got that sounds so like, like a song written by a dude who's trying to fuck a girl if you're on a canoe if you're on a canoe he's got someone tweeting for him you think, you think that's what it is? It's not verified. Of course, Twitter doesn't verify anymore. I don't know if you guys know that. Twitter it stopped doesn't? verifying. Oh, well, so I'm you, verified, son. You have a collector's grandfathered edition. bitches. Yo, you have a collector's edition Twitter that you can sell before Special it goes MySpace. Sell right now. Yeah, man. But to get back to that idea that we were just talking about, when you find yourself successfully getting fixated on shit, like successfully getting into something, the last thing you should do is stop it. It's really ups- it's kind of sad when you see people who really enjoy something and out of some sense of guilt, yeah. they're trying to stop themselves from doing it. But like like addicts, they keep doing stuff even though they're clearly aware that it's not satiating them anymore. They're just doing it out of Have habit. You, well, you've been addicted to things. Fuck yeah. yeah. I've been a, I have I have an addictive personality, so I know exactly what it's like to have the focus of my mind sucked away by something and to, for me to consciously think, I don't want to do this anymore. This is a direct, this, this, this conversation, this idea is directly connected to what we were talking about earlier, about hijacking the reward system, yeah. about something that is artificial and artificial in its power, in its potency, the idea of like a fucking, fucking Oxycontin pill. That shit is artificial. It's, it's not yeah. supposed, something's, something's not supposed to impact you that strong. A fucking 
Avatar, Avatar in 3D, if you were a caveman, your, your DNA is basically the same DNA as people that lived 10,000 years ago, uh, drawing fucking stupid buffaloes on the caves, while, you know, on the cave walls while we're living by the light of a fire. I mean, that, 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 it's, it's impossible to wrap your fucking head around the kind of impact that's having on the organism. Yeah, well, the, 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 it's all a magnification of the four basic drives. Eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. Those are the things that drive all, mo- well, probably most organic forms of life. I don't know about amoebas and shit. But- and, but, and love. And, lo- and look, lo- you know, it sounds gay as fuck, but we could say it because we're drunk. The reason why this podcast works, the reason why, you know, we all can do this over and over and over again is because we love each other. We're all passing notes underneath the table to each other. We're playing footsie. <laughs> would be so, think of how freaked out everyone would be if we all were playing we're all footsie with, with No, socks. even, how about if we only did this podcast holding hands and with our sweaty feet touching each other? Oh, you know what would be cool if we all played burning. Superman with each other afterwards? Like, we all, like, <laughs> that's what it turned into. <laughs> Um, but you know the reason why we can have this conversation and and be so fucking crazy with our ideas is you know I'm not going to judge you you know the judgment between you and me is already done it's over we right. know each other we know each other literally inside and out I know your weirdest fucking thing you lived with me we lived together yep. you know you know and Brian and I have known each other for almost a decade we are, we've known each we know each other inside and out Brian and I have cried together as gay as that sounds yeah. we we've cried together you know he's he's my friend we've yeah, known each other great. forever so because that because we know each other so well and we know we're both looking out we're all three looking out for each other rather we, we can say anything no we can say anything but what we're doing is we're saying anything and somehow or another way more people than we're ever going to meet ever in our right. fucking life are listening all at once yeah it's crazy and that's where things get squirrely and that's where things get you know when we sit and we contemplate like you know what is consciousness what is reality what are ideas what is imagination where does it go why is it going why is it going through you why is it going through me why do you why are we so looking forward to going to new orleans where this weekend you and i are going to go to the house of blues a sold out show and we're going to perform for we don't know those people. I'll, I'll probably know 10 people in the audience. There'll be a bunch of people from the UFC that'll ask for tickets. Right. I'll hook them up. <laughs> you know, there'll be 20, 30 people. Then it's you and me, and we're going to have the greatest fucking time yeah, ever. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Why? Why? Because you've been putting that thing out your whole life. And right. I've been putting that thing out my whole life. You would cry if you, if you found out it was a guy also. What guy? When we cried together. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking podcast is over. Brian, Brian gets the line of the night. If you want to get in touch with Duncan, you can follow him on Twitter. And now he's obligated to respond to all of your messages <laughs> because he told you that all you had to do was call him about the fucking I didn't expensive podcast. It searches video with Tim and Eric. I don't think we've ever talked about it what on this podcast. Have we talked about it? No. He, he has the, the surfing video, the, the body surfing. Body Boys Legend of, Legend of the Pipers. It's one of the best videos. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, it's it pretty is. great. It's, so it's, it's great. something I did with Tim and Eric for uh, HBO's Funny or Die. Um, is that it? That's no. it. Uh, it's something I did for Tim and Eric for HBO's Funny or Die, and it's like basically a, a takeoff on those skateboarding videos, but it's about we play these idiots, like idiots who learn to body surf, but mainly it's just about us all fucking this one dude on the beach. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's really It's one of the best things I have yeah. seen You in fucked a, while. a dude on a beach? Yeah, oh, beach he kissed a guy. A beach That's why I thought of it. You kissed another guy. What we was it like did. to kiss another guy? It was amazing. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you kissed another guy for real? Well, I mean, I, I believe it was on the cheek. No, Look, was it? I don't remember. You know, I thought it was on the dick. You know I love you, bro. I'm just kidding. All right, it, it's a very funny video. If you, you know, what are what are the dates, man? Uh, what's still available? This weekend is totally sold out. We have tomorrow, by the way. Uh, yes, out of nowhere show. Tomorrow at a nowhere show. We're doing it at the Ice House. Oh, here's here's comedy we should talk juice. about this real quick. We are all of us. Uh, last weekend, we did the comedy. Um, there's there's two rooms at the Ice House in Pasadena, which is one of my favorite clubs in the country. It's been around for about 30 plus years. I think 35 years. It's not just a comedy club. It's a goddamn museum. You, it's like the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa. It's one of those clubs that's been around forever. And it's got all this like really amazing history on the walls. And it's a really cool fucking club. And there's a there's two rooms. There's the big showroom. I say big, you know, in quotes. It's 185 seats. It's very small. It's very intimate. But then there's this other room that's like 85 seats. And, uh, you know, Brian and I, you know, and all comedy, you've, you've talked about it. We've talked about it before about, like, what's the perfect size of a comedy club? I don't know. I mean... We're, this weekend we're going to do somewhere around 700 people at the House of Blues, which is, you know, like a medium. And then there's like the really small places where it's like the Ice House, which is like, you know, 85 people. And then the there's, a, there's October 7th at in Houston with uh, uh, Brendan Walsh and me and Joey Diaz. We're going to do the Horizon Wireless Theater, which is wow. like thousands of fucking people. Wow. So it's all different sizes, but... There's something magical about those little fucking rooms, man. And we did totally. that little we did that little 85 seat room at the Ice House this this past weekend. And Brian and I and and Ari and Al Madrigal and Brendan Walsh, all of us, we got together and we talked about. It. I was like, this place is fucking great. And then someone came up with the idea. I don't know who it was. I was, mm-hmm. gonna, I was like, imagine just renting out that room right there and doing a podcast yeah. after shows. Okay, it's it, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Well, also Brendan said, I know it was Brendan Walsh said. Why not just do it right here, right in front of the door? Which I don't know if that would that, work, that would, that but it might work sometimes. No, I mean, no, not, you, can you imagine fans trying to do a podcast and go, Yo, Rogan, come here? Well, this is what I was thinking. Podcast. If we hired some Tate Fletcher looking dudes just to fucking people. keep people away from you and fucking yeah. keep the peace. And then just the, did the, the, the problem but the also. energy of all those people, as long as they didn't interfere, the energy yeah. of all those people hanging well, out. It's like when we did the live show with Jim Norton, there was definitely right. a different feeling when you were trying to feel like you're entertaining people right. watching you. Like you're it's totally good because right. here we're hanging out. I did a live a podcast. Group. It's great. I did a live podcast at the Laughing Skull on stage. It was fucking awesome. Well, that's man. a small club. You know, the yeah. one we did with Jim Norton is small too. We did it at Kevin Smith's place, which is only like sixty people, I think. But my, my point is that you can you can we're gonna do our idea for a podcast. We kind of assimilated all our ideas together, and the best idea seems to be wherever we put it, it's the comics that are right about to go on stage or just got off stage, and we're fucking smoking weed, we're talking shit, just like this, just like this show, cool. and we do it. You know, Brandon Walsh, John Heffron, John Reed. Who the fuck? Who the fuck is in town? You know, anybody? Judah Friedlander texted me and said he wants to come on the show. How about Judah Freelander, Freelander, you know, calls us on a Wednesday night and says, "Hey, I want to come to your fucking crazy podcast thing at the Ice House." Boom! He comes down to the Ice House, and we have this wild ass show with eighty five people in that little room. We do a free podcast. We all have a good time. The not I- deal with Hollywood bullshit. Exactly. Not deal with traffic and black and, wizards, uh, and black wizards, and parking and nonsense. Listen, you fucking get the gist. This goddamn fucking show is over. Hey, wait, can I tell people this show I'm doing? What man? What? Let me ask you this, man. Is it fucking selling <laughs> one podcast enough, man? Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. 
September 23rd, uh, Joe Diaz, Brennan, uh, no, Joe Diaz, Ari Shafir, and I are at the uh, Paramount Theater in um, Denver, Colorado. Tickets are still available. They're going quick. There's not much left. If you're interested in brain pills, go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com. If you want to see one of the best, most interesting and fascinating stand-up comics in the country and one of my best friends, go see Duncan Trussell at the Laughing Skull in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia. And when is that? That's at the end of this month, and I'll be in Seattle. What what is it? What was the dates? Uh, It's the last uh, week in this this month. It'll be on my website. I don't have it even put. It just happened. And that's DuncanTrussell.com, T-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. Call the Laughing Skull in Atlanta. And, and if it's the last weekend, it is either the 23rd or the 24th or the 30th and the 1st of October. Duncan doesn't know? It's the 20. It's got to be the 20. It's the last weekend of this month. So okay, well, whatever the, that is. But Friday is the 30th. Oh, yeah. That's it. Okay. Friday the 30th? Yeah, that's it. Call them. That's so it. So you're basically doing the, the weekend... And Saturday night you'll be it'll be October first. That's, yeah. That's it. That's you sure? it. Yeah. That's it. You sure? Yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. T R U S S E L L. Holla at your boy. Thank you to the flashlight. Go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link for the flashlight and enter in the code name Rogan, and you will get fifteen percent off off <laughs> off this number one. Did your Did your girlfriend still hide yours or throw them away? So I need a new one. Yes. I got a new one. I got a box of them. Great. I got a box of them. He's selling them. On Who loves you? Who I loves you like I do? You do. Um, next week we will. Uh, we were going to get as many people as we want. I know that uh, Jim Norton is in town. Jim contacted me. We're going to try to get Jim in here. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to do Judah Freelander. Like I said, we're gonna do you're Max. Get Liza in here too, man. Liza Schlesinger for sure. She has a new show, and um, uh, and, and for sure Graham Hancock. And that will most likely be the twenty third. Not sure if we're gonna do uh, UStream with that because it all depends on how good the uh, wireless system is in the hotel we go to in Irvine. They usually suck ass. It does. Know, it like, sucks ass. They they suck hard. Maybe we can record. Uh, but oh, the new UStream lets me record to the computer, so we're good. We just have to can't do it live, maybe, so we can upload the video. On Vimeo. We, can't, we can't do it. What? What do you mean we can't do it live? Well, no, I mean like if we're at a hotel that the internet sucks, the new Ustream lets you record to your computer and then go back and upload it later. What? Yeah. For real? Yeah, for real. So we can do private shows whenever we want to. Have you, you know? Is this some new shit? Yeah, new shit. When did this happen? Uh, about a month ago. And what is this Vimeo thing? You got some shit up on Vimeo? It's like son? YouTube. <laughs> yeah, son. Brad Hunstable. Thanks a lot, buddy. He's the um, the fucking big maha over at the um, at, uh, president and founder of Ustream. And he puts our shit online. And uh, he and good I guy. have been going through. He's a very good guy. Good he listens people to the Ustream. podcast. Yeah, good people Ustream. And I like, I like Stitcher. Oh, I'm going to go on um, the, the Nerdist podcast, too. For sure. I'm going to do that as well. Uh, Chris Hardwick's a buddy. And I ran into him at the airport recently. And people say, like, you guys got in the best Twitter argument ever because you, like, solved it, like, so, like, civilly. And everybody was so cool. It wasn't really an argument, you know. I mean, he doesn't like the Stitcher uh, thing. And I understand his point. And I, I like it. And he... Whatever. This fucking show's I over. I like Stitcher, Duncan, too. Duncan, anything else? Anything else? We all love Stitcher. I love Stitcher. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Stitcher. The Lavender Hour. You can get the Lavender Hour, which is Duncan and his, uh, his lovely better half, Natasha Leggero. New show's also, on tonight. Also a fabulous Yeah, and her show, Free Agents, well. is on right now. Probably oh, it's on tonight, so show? watch yeah. it on NBC. He missed the premiere to be really? here. Tune in. And, and I'll be in Seattle next Thursday, too, if anyone's out Where there. Where you at in Seattle? Chop Suey. All right. Duncan Trussell on Twitter. Again, it's D-U-N-C-A-N-T-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. Two S's, two L's. In case you're worried, I can't stop talking. I got verbal (laughs) diarrhea. This fucking show's over. Bye. You know we love you. Just shut the fuck up. Stop with your negative bullshit.
You know I love you. All right, bye. bye. See you later. <laughs>